the What Are You Doing movie archives. It's like a new Star Wars movie. Yeah, we <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is Return of the Jedi. Pop in your DVD or Blu-ray. Press play. Press pause. If you have this one. When yeah, you have to have the right one. You we don't have specify. the Blu-ray. We, we specify we're watching the theatrical yeah. release, not that thing they did later. Unless you're, yeah, unless you're listening to this in like 10 years from now, you do <laughs> yeah. not have the Blu-ray. Yeah. Everyone sucks. <laughs> when the Lucasfilm logo fades to black. I don't even want to do it now. Frame you perceive of all black guard and press pause. And in a second, I will say three, two, one, and pause, at which point I'll press play. You'll press play. Watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except of course for friends in your heads. Let's watch Star Wars. Okay. Yay. At the table this week is myself, as always, T. Christie, my friend Brian, William Fenifter. Greetings. Michael, Dorkman Scott. Hi. And Shrey, <laughs> the amazing Stokes. It's a trap. This movie is like Temple of Doom for me. It's kind of it's it's like the it's like the forgotten movie of its franchise that doesn't deserve to be forgotten, but it's it doesn't quite stack up to the others. So it's just this movie that exists, like like Temple of Doom or Unaccompanied Minors. Uh, <laughs> hey, not, Paul, Paul Feig directed Unaccompanied Minors. The, uh, the I think they got the ending. I think the ending works, and and the emotional center of the whole thing with Palpatine and Vader and Luke at the last bit of it. That's great stuff. Um, I don't care for the Ewoks, and I don't think that's a revolutionary statement to make. <laughs> the people who worked on the movie didn't care for the Ewoks this is, this either. Is, this is a movie that really comes together in the last half hour, and thank God, because <laughs> yeah, at the time you might have wondered, how do you fuck this up? But now we know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, now we know. If there's a way, Lucas would find the way. So, Return of the Jedi. Not my favorite Star Wars movie. In fact, my favorite original trilogy at this point, at this, this week, and it keeps changing, my, my order is A New Hope, Empire, this. Because A New Hope, Star Wars, is so Star Warsy, And Empire <laughs> is so great. And Return of the Jedi is so the other one. Let's watch the other one. <laughs> Brian, how do you feel about Jedi? Jedi was actually did, 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 my, my favorite as a kid. I was going to say, you grew up loving it. I, sure. I did. Oh, I, I, like, I think I admitted on Star Wars or one of the other ones. I never had a, or I think it was on Phantom Menace. I never had a problem with Ewoks because I was a kid and I didn't know any better. And so I was very overjoyed to hear that even little kids had a problem with Jar Jar Binks because it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. there, there is some line You can fool kids with Ewoks, but not with Jar Jar Binks. But not with Jar Jar Binks. Or today's kids aren't as dumb as Brian was. <laughs> that's, maybe that's <laughs> yeah, it. That, that's also entirely possible. But um, Do you still like it? I do like it. I think it's, it's yeah, knowing what has come since, it's it's fine. I will I will take it. Uh, and knowing, yeah, you didn't know how good you had. It. Yeah, exactly. And it has one of the greatest uh, climaxes of all time. And it has. Uh, I'm a huge fan of. You guys can keep your lightsabers, as far as I'm concerned. I will take a starfighter battle any oh, day yeah. of the week. Yeah. Right, it goes and vit, vit, is, and spins around and goes into the Death Star. Even before that, when they're just flying in among the capital ships. Oh yeah, uh, still beauty, beauty stuff. Still, still sends a shiver up my spine. Uh, so I like that because it reminds me of Star Tours. Dorkman. You with your recent coming about this Star Wars thing and I, then getting way too involved very yeah, quickly. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, Return of the Jedi is probably the one I saw earliest because one of my uh, at school, one of my teachers, you know, because it was like the end of it was right before Christmas break, and it's like I'm not teaching you anything. Like it was it. like three o'clock on June first. Yeah, exactly. I'm done. Exactly. So it's like I'm, you know, it's biology class or whatever. It's like here, Star Wars. You, <laughs> and and so they played Return of the Jedi and I'm like I am so lost <laughs> I have no idea what's going on what but, are the monkeys doing but um so I stopped paying attention fairly quickly but um <laughs> wow the, I've never I've also never have had a problem with the Ewoks because before I, I I didn't grow up on Star Wars I've talked about this before I didn't grow up on Star Wars but I did grow up what with the Ewok movies that's, TV, that's true yeah, you yeah. mentioned the Ewok movies so 
the Ewoks show up in this, and I'm like, hey, hey my friends. What's up, guys? Oh, it's an Ewok movie. They're, yeah. they're in more movies. That's um, cool. They made more movies with them. Yeah, cool. A cameo or whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, I actually, um, I really like this one. I think um, Empire is definitely the superior film, but I really like this one because it, brings everything together and it it is a it does tie it up conclusion it ties it up and it's it's solid it's not just like meh we're done you know it's like it it everything manages to feel like it was leading to this which is why (laughs) lucas gets credit with having that even though originally (laughs) it wasn't necessarily leading to having that ability yeah he absolutely yeah even though it could have been as as we've repeatedly referenced already it could have been a complete clusterfuck (laughs) and and you know the worst that people can complain about is the ewoks which doesn't bother me that much so um i and as we know comparatively now it's not that bad yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. a little silly but um i I think it's fine. I think it's a great film. Um, I I would say I like it better than the original original Star Wars. Although I do have a great I I my appreciation for that movie grows consistently. But um, be, just because it manages to bring everything together when there uh, and my appreciation for this grows too because you realize there was no plan <laughs> and it still manages to make it feel like there was. So I I I like it. Trey is the only guy here that saw this in a theater in <laughs> your uh, 30s. How How was that at the <laughs> I time? Was, I was not in my 30s. I was 23. <laughs> I was 29. <laughs> I, was, I was technically not in my 30s. How did you, uh, at the time, I'm assuming you 20, loved... 22. I'm assuming you loved Empire when you saw it. I did. I didn't uh, I, I didn't quite know how to feel about Empire when I first saw it. And we may have covered this. We got to go get Han and what's going on. Yeah, and next? it's like, wow, they really love to talk about a cliffhanger. I mean, and, and, you know, we got to wait three years to figure out what happens. And you wait I, three years. I mean, even the prequels didn't sort of leave you with that much of a cliffhanger from the second to the third movie. 99, 02, 05. Oh, yeah, no, they left you with a cliffhanger, but it's not like, oh, yeah, no. oh no, what's yeah. going to happen? Yeah. You're like, Gee, yeah, so, okay. I wonder if Anakin's going to die or yeah. something. You know, that yeah. was one of the major... It didn't happen in this yeah. movie, so I guess next time. Uh, it's, uh, I think, 83, for whatever reason, I, I, I remember, I think I was in Nashville. I feel like I saw this in a theater in Nashville, Tennessee, so I was, I don't know. That doesn't sound right to me, though. That was Empire. That was Empire. The summer of the summer Empire came out, I was working in Nashville for the summer, and that's where I saw it. I was. I would have been here. I would have been long since here. I would have seen it. I was in college by the time uh, Return of the Jedi came out, eighty two. I would have been just out of college. Were you excited when you knew it was coming? And in the weeks before, I mean, was that one of those things? Oh yeah, just like, I was kind of like, finally, here it comes, you know. And uh, cool. you know, as opposed to the first one, which of course was or came out of nowhere and was a revelation about, oh my god, what is this thing that someone has made? Uh, by now, we've had six years of Star Wars being the biggest movie of all time, and the, the prequel, the sequel being, you know, the second biggest movie of all time, or whatever it was at the time. And and uh, you know, the third one is, is going to be, you know, I think as much as as much as uh, again, you guys like to just like malign George Lucas. I can just I just think of the pressure he was under. It's like, oh my god, I got to I got to make the third one. I got to end. Imagine this. trying to make Titanic two and Titanic three. I mean, you, I I think you know. Can you imagine how I, if it was me? You know, agonizing over every decision. Like, okay, is, is Lucas really? Are they sisters? Is that really going to be a sister? People are going to like throw rocks at me. What What's it going to be? You know, I I think that every single decision was 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 would would have been agonized over. At least well, I, ho- I, I hope I, it was. Well, I agree I hope with that. So. I think the I think the difference is, and the problem is, Lucas doesn't agonize anymore. Exactly, because now just he goes, knows. Meh. Yeah. And, it's, and it's the difference, and Brian, you don't have to rev up your engines because I know your answer, but it's the difference between Roddenberry making Star Trek and Star Trek The Next Generation is Star Trek, he was a guy trying to make a TV show. Next Generation, he was a genius with a message to give to all of us and because the world had told him that. 
He'd had 20 years of being told, my God, you're a visionary. And he goes, yeah, let me no, spew the, some vision on you again. The difference, and it's a very similar thing that between what happened between Lucas and Roddenberry, is that they, they sold themselves as a brand of this visionary, and then the world bought the brand, and then they eventually bought that belief themselves. And yeah. it, it happened with Lucas. It happened with Roddenberry as much as it happened with Lucas. Yeah, and uh, it's so... It, yeah, the, I think I think the the key the key problem for, of of Return of the Jedi, which I never realized at the time, um, of all things, came from uh, Robot Chicken, uh-huh. which uh, is that uh, as you know the big finale of the Star Wars trilogy, um, as the Emperor says in the Robot Chicken clip, oh, just build the Death Star again. <laughs> that's a real good. That's a clever idea. You know, it's like in the end, people weren't complaining about that at the time. No, we like never did, didn't I've even make. I never made that connection. Yeah, like, that's, oh, that's been well established. That's not yeah. particularly clever to just build another death star yeah. i mean they could have gone somewhere else with it um i never realized i never made that connection uh, i didn't either until it was pointed out to me well do you remember point. right after the world trade centers were shot down people were like what should we build what should we build, what should we build? and everyone was just like just build them back up because fuck you <laughs> yeah really. maybe it was that kind of a thing it's yeah it's maybe so but in terms of crafting a trilogy that builds and builds and builds and it's that's like a freedom star it's like it's like yeah we we've <laughs> <laughs> yeah um you know they probably could have gone with you know it, okay what's the emperor's you know new ultimate doomsday weapon because we kind of dispatched their first doomsday weapon kind of easily when you think about it um but it's the same one but without those holes in it yeah <laughs> it's half hole the way well it turns money's no it. object Ew, money okay we'll get some uh, we'll get some quotes we'll get we've already quotes. done the see the thing we've already done the design work so we've already saved that money if we just build just a second put, one just put grates on it we know what the problem <laughs> is just put some like grates and some, but I can't, but it would no. We'll some, have a shield on a stickers. planet, and I'll put our best Bikiaris in there. That's the wow. plan. But anyway, I, I was I was blown away. I mean, it was we knew it was going to be like if nothing else, story wise, and I wasn't so concerned about story myself at the age of twenty two. But you know, we knew ILM has now you know been funded for six years, and they've gotten better at this. They were amazing at you know for the first movie, they were even better in the second movie. Visual effects wise, this was going to be a blowout, and it certainly delivered. On that level, best um, space fight ever. Yeah, the space mm-hmm. battle was fantastic, and uh, and and I was I, I still get uh, get a little choked up, and I, I probably will again when uh, they go to that wide shot of Luke and Vader going at it, and uh, uh, the Williams music swells, and goddamn it, that's a movie moment that yep. works yeah. like gangbusters, and uh, you know With all the foreground elements, and they're kind yeah, of on the platform, beautiful, beautiful yeah. stuff, and uh, you know, so there's a lot there's a lot of good in this movie. On that note, let's get choked up. Well, Carrie Fisher's coked up. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one, unpause. Yeah. And we haven't ago. even touched on the bikini, oh, which yeah. we're oh. going to get to very soon. And Luke soon. has a green lightsaber, and I love green lightsabers. Anyway. Yeah, bitch. I've had to ask <laughs> yeah. myself whether or not that might be the reason that I really like this movie, because I'm like, it's a green but lightsaber. It's a green the bikini? lightsaber. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, the bikini. I, I figured the bikini would be a big hit oh, with yeah, you. Yeah. I have to say, there really is nothing, you know, after the first movie came out, you know, there really was... And it's an experience that you guys probably just can't get because it's just not, you know, you weren't alive. But the idea of not just putting a DVD, but, okay, I'm going to get in a car and I'm going to drive and I'm going to park and I'm going to buy a ticket and I'm going to stand in line for hours and hours and hours. I'm going to walk in and I'm going to probably watch some trailers and bullshit. But then the lights are going to go down and it's going to get quiet and that fucking logo is going to blast on the screen and that music is going to start and there's nothing after the first one the second two times that never got old i got to tell you <laughs> no, like, I, I, yeah! I still don't think it it's yeah. old. I, I even with that, the and movies th- being you, awful you've got to have that in the theater yeah. i mean i guess you probably had that maybe i had maybe, that with the uh, special when they the, re-release yeah. them in the theater yeah that i mean that yeah. when the star wars logo came up on a new hope <laughs> 
that was one of the most magical moments yeah. of my life. I, yeah. I think it totally works, man. It's yeah. just well, it, and it's just like you, when they release season, when they release season three D, the music will be in three D. Yeah, <laughs> dude. When, but Let's when hope. Phantom Menace bah, came out, same bah, bah. thing. You had you had. About thirty seconds, but before it was like taxes, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, what? But, Outlying but, trade routes, yeah. Trade, but up just until cute. then, yeah, it was the logo and, and the new music text, and, and you're like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. thank god they didn't like mess with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. You know, they dude, they could have messed with that. Even, they could have, they, oh, totally. And, I mean, you know, there were meetings. It wasn't a foregone conclusion for Empire, it, and it's kind of a non sequitur. Yeah, because in A New Hope, it makes sense of we're coming in in the middle of the story, sure. Right. But Empire, we've just seen the previous installments. Right. We don't need the prologue again, but but fuck it, it. but fuck it. It's it awesome. Works. It's what we do. I love this ship, Tidarium. Yeah, and there was a, a fan film that was never completed called Tidarium, and yeah. it looked awesome too. So yeah. everything about Tidarium clearly cool. Yeah, there was a fan. Well, I don't know if that's specifically I, the Tidarium that's or a, just yeah. The, the Tidarium is the name. It's yeah. a, it's uh, not the name of the Lambda shuttle itself. Or Sigma Clash, but um, nerd. Uh, <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, Tidarium. Um, Tidarium was a great no, no, idea. It's for a, a Lambda, cl- Lambda class Lambda, built by Cygnus. Yeah, I am. Yeah, a nerd. there you go. Yeah, the Tidarium is the specific shuttle that they steal yeah. later. Yeah, and and this the and this idea the idea of the fan film was Ooh, how they line. stole. Look at that mad line. The idea of the fan film was the story of the rebels who stole yeah, the Tidarium. The, the, yeah. so the prequel to yeah. to how Han which and is Chewie a great idea. It, it yeah. is a great idea. It's too bad. It's like it's like you know. I'm um, surely it's been covered in a novel or something. You know, but tell tell us about those Bothans who died. Yeah, you know, yeah. surely that's been done. Mm-hmm. Lots of them did it, apparently, so yeah, it must right. have been quite a thing. Exactly. It's it's also interesting, and in like this will especially be noteworthy in that giant space battle, but it's kind of interesting to see, you know, uh, we had Kirshner and now uh, Marquin doing this, and it's like, it's only been six years since this kind of movie was invented, basically, yeah. and yeah. they're still like, oh, no, no, the spaceships, I get it. Yeah, we'll pan and we'll do... The, like, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it, It's just assimilated into their brain how to apply film grammar to the, situations yeah. the like thing this. That, the thing that tells you that these, these are the biggest movies of all time is, look, this is a freaking set yeah. that yeah. they're on. This, this is not... Except for the wide, wide, wide shot, which is a matte painting. Look, this is a damn set. Just the number of extras in Stormtrooper suits. It's like... You know they yeah, were thinking they, they like were actually... we had we had six guys for the first Star Wars, but now we have all this money, so we'll make sure to put in yeah. six hundred stormtroopers. Now we just start manufacturing those damn things. Yeah, look now, at that that's a set, boys. During... <laughs> that's, look at that thing. During the uh... there were Star Wars movies and James Bond movies would have sets this big. During the post on Empire Strikes Back, George Lucas eventually just quit the DGA, uh, so he could not get his buddy Steven Spielberg to make this. He couldn't really get anyone in the. I thought, that, no, was no, that, was I thought that was Star Wars. Yeah. It was over Star Wars because he, he went on Star the, Wars. Because yeah. over the credit, the credit yeah. at the end. In any case, um, so for this, he had to get someone that wasn't in the DGA. He found a Welsh guy named Marquand who was a TV director. Mm. And it's funny because you no, can... Marquand had done Eye of the Needle, which was a very big, uh, popular, and critical hit. But he did a lot of TV stuff. He had to well, find. I mean, he, he had to he find Spielberg. <laughs> well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He started but, in TV, but his most recent film was Eye of the Needle, starring Donald Sutherland. It was a great war war thriller. But if I recall correctly, and I might what be... What a great setup for a character. Yeah. He's not as forgiving as I am. You know how much of a Fuck. badass I am? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a yeah. teddy bear. I'm scared of that guy. The, anyway, uh, carry on. Uh, and I, I, the, the, the movie has... Occasionally, the movie looks a little bit like a TV show in terms of its lighting. It has these really creative lighting scenes. Well, that's scenes. not his fault. He's the, not the DP. But Well, I know, but I think the DP well, guys Mark came was, from... also wasn't really the director either. I yeah, mean, that's, that's a that's, whole other thing. That's the story, they say, yeah. So he, you know, and I, I had, you know, Mark Juan. It's like where I, I think that he got really, really lucky with Kirshner, because Kirshner was a director, but he was just a guy. He was just a teacher. He wasn't Francis Ford Coppola. He wasn't 
Kubrick. He was just who the fuck he is Irving got Kirshner? Coppola, but. Right. <laughs> and, you know, he got super duper lucky with Kirshner and he got this guy that would just reach in and start controlling it. And that might be why he went with a guy like Richard Marquand, who's like, oh, no, who? I, th- I think that's absolutely because if you if you go to the Secret History of Star Wars site that you you mentioned back when that's yeah. exactly what happened is Kirshner came in and made Empire a good movie. And, and George Luca- and Lu- hated that process. And Lucas wasn't absolutely 100% in charge of everything all the time. So for Return of the Jedi, he was already getting to this point where he was... He got a puppet director. Where he was, you know, in Xanadu. So he got somebody he knew he yes. could c- control. <laughs> Xanadu? Really? Well, he was already turning into, you know, uh, William Randolph Hearst. Or, yeah, or if you've ever been to Skywalker Ranch, yeah, it's Xanadu. Yeah. It is freaking Xanadu. It's where Charles Foster Kane hangs out. Kuju, wonky, meet Bacosa. I love that guy. He's a stick, and I love him. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, puppet director. And George was sort of ghost directing. From what I understand, this is what's interesting to me. From what I understand, a lot of the stuff that he ghost directed was the Emperor stuff at the end, hmm. which is weird. Because if you had... Now, that might just be our present-day understanding of Lucas as being a guy who's like, oh, I can't believe he just threw together those movies coming through. But that being the case, it's great that when George directed some stuff, if he did, quotey, 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 uh, it would be the stuff that's some of the best and most powerful emotional content in the movie. I always like that. I don't know. I, have, I haven't heard the fact that... I hadn't heard that. That if he did, then it was the later stuff. I would be surprised at that, to be quite honest. I'd, I was surprised. I would buy it more the other way around. I would too. <laughs> but uh, you know, but I wasn't there, so I don't know. Um, well, you know, Lucas, Lucas, as we've said in other commentaries, Lucas is, you know, he's not a director. He's, he's an awesome editor. Um, and he has said flat out that the process of shooting is just gathering raw material to put your movie together later when you edit. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, that was, you know, nowhere was that more clear than the first movie when the actors said, yeah, it's like, you know, George never told us anything. Yeah. You know, the, the, the famous line is, you know, George's, George's uh, idea of directing was faster, more intense would be his direction. Um, you know, it's just like sort of just get in front of the green screen, you meet puppets and say the words I wrote down yeah. and later maybe I'll use your voice or not. <laughs> I haven't decided. Um, and that's perfectly fine because you know uh, there there are many ways to direct movies. One is to to plan it all ahead, and one is to just kind of like, well, I don't really know it till I see it, and I'll figure it out later. And I'm gonna, you know, again, I always I'm always very sympathetic to George Lucas because I admit it, I'm the same way. You know, I don't treat actors like meat puppets, but I really, so far, I've never partly because I've never had the opportunity to really plan a movie ahead of time. I do tend to kind of just shotgun the shooting. And then in post, really figure out what movie I was needing to make. Right. So I, I, I totally respect that way of working because it's how I tend to work. The uh, the cool guy in the chat room, whose username is the cool guy. <laughs> I was going to say, how do you know he's the cool guy? Oh, because uh, that's his name. He brings up an interesting question, and I want to get into this because we haven't really discussed what it means to direct a Star Wars movie before. And one of the things that the originally gives us is the opportunity to compare directors in Star Wars because we don't get that with the prequels. What would happen if Irvin Kirshner directed Return of the Jedi? Would we get Return of the Jedi as it is here? Would we get something different? I don't think you would have... If, if you had the if, same circumstances where it's Kirshner's movie, do you, does he change everything? Is this what he... I mean, it's really hard to imagine what the difference would be and if it would be better or not. Yeah, I mean, if feels... I don't think you would have the 40-minute long sequence in Jabba's Palace, first of all. Really? Why not? I, I th- While I like Jedi, I think its structure because of the whole Jedi Palace sequence is a little uh, unbalanced. Well, they have to. it's a heist to get Han out. Yes, but I think if it were a stronger filmmaker and a stronger storyteller going on, I think that storyline... Because Jedi is basically two movies. It's yeah. rescuing Han, and then it's defeating the Empire. And if you had a stronger storyteller, then I think 
those two threads would have been woven together so it would Do be both one almost movie. simultaneously yeah. yeah and you only have han for like five minutes at the end and then harrison ford's happy because he didn't have to shoot the movie because he didn't <laughs> really want to well of course yeah harrison ford wanted to be dead yeah he uh, was like can we please kill me i want to sacrifice myself and everyone was like who is it that i forget who it was i think it was it was I, I attribute this to Kazdan, but he wasn't involved, so I don't know why I would Kazdan do that. was involved with this one. Oh, was he? I, I looked Kazdan it up. Said, Kazdan said, Kazdan did. Harrison has the right idea. He should yeah. die. He should be sacrificed. And George was like, no, 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 no. That was no, kind of, no. wasn't that the, the original sort of rough idea was that what, you know, what Lando does is what Han was going to do and not survive. Yeah, wasn't that the idea mm. that he was going to fly the Falcon? Because, you know, I'm not flying the Falcon. Who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> yeah. um, and now they have know. to shoehorn the Falcon in because we love the Falcon. Exactly. So it ended, you know, we have Lando fly the Falcon because blah, blah, blah. Lando and crazy Chinese vagina face. Yeah. You know. um, and so yeah, is, that, is that his actual name? Is that the name of the action figure? Chinese <laughs> vagina face. Okay. <laughs> wow. The, the special you edition. Mean, <laughs> need nub? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, he, uh, whatever language he's he speaks. He's deaf, Teague. <laughs> That's yeah. really insensitive. Yeah. It's really no, wrong. Uh, funny story. It is supposedly, yeah. It's, it it's, is an actual African like, dialect. And my friend, uh, my friend yeah. Ryan, who I no, went to college. No, I'm being racist. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, he's speaking a real language. And the and the things he's saying are supposedly are very real. funny. Yeah, uh, my friend Ryan, who worked at the mailroom in college, along with another friend of ours, also a huge Star Wars fan, they would have nothing to do working in the mailroom all day long. So they would just put on Star Wars and play cards and just, you know, have Star Wars on in the background. And they had another coworker of theirs <laughs> oh, who was great. who was from that country, whatever African country yeah, it was, and spoke went, that language. Did the big double take? And he, yeah, he did this huge, you know, like what the hell? Who is speaking my language all of a sudden? <laughs> and so they got him to translate it. And the one line that he says that they translated was, he, "He's actually saying, hey, you guys over there, come here.' <laughs> and it's, it's similar gibberish like that. So he is actually saying things. They just he don't just, make any it's sense. Just, it's just textually, they make no sense. <laughs> yeah. This this part, this place. You know, torturing a robot by putting little heaters on his feet. I never quite... Yeah, I mean, plus, it's, yeah. It's visually so, it works, but you kind of go, wait, what? And why? it's so evident that... Why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> <Yeah. Yes. laughs> why like, why exactly do I have heat sensors in my feet? <laughs> Who thought that was a good design? It, and it's so evident there's little jets in his feet. Just <laughs> Yeah, just uh, to blow the smoke. Yeah, this, now, this, this, is, this is nasty. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What, the, what did he do, I wonder? That's terrible. But, Directors in Star Wars is such a weird thing to think about because it's such a... You just you only attribute it to George Lucas. I mean, mm-hmm. in your brain you know Kirshner, you know Kasdan, you know Marquand, you know McCallum, but you, your brain just goes Lucas and then starts filling in the subroutines of other names. And the seeing these movies directed by other guys is great. Like George Lucas could not have directed Empire; he clearly probably could have directed Jedi. But it, it I, I, I just wish I we had other directors in the prequels. I really I, wish I, we I did. Wish, yeah. yeah, I wish we had. A, I want to see a Fincher Spielberg's. Star Wars movie. I want to see an Aronofsky Star Wars movie. That would have been. I want to see a Kubrick crazy. Star Wars. Oh, movie. this is this Woo-hoo, is puppets. so. This is so great to not have to see the other version of this. Scene. Yeah, yeah. Don't eat Oh, stop it! Stop it! Yeah, we don't, don't. Have to watch don't. Yeah, that didn't happen. Why? None of that happened. None of that shit happened. Now, there's a lot of Muppets in this movie. There's a lot of Ewoks and and a lot of crazy little guys in this palace. Max Rebo, what's up, Max? Yeah. yeah. The um, now Conan and, O'Brien and Max and you know, noodles back there and there's and there's uh, here's, here's Boba Fett, which for some reason kids think Ark is a cool guy, yeah. When actually he doesn't do much and then dies like a bitch, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dude, so, we love IG88 too, yeah. So he I caught Han Solo. That's cool. That's yeah. Okay. That's true. Yeah. And that's well, true. well, he out badass the badass. And I mean, ju- he doesn't have anything else going for him, but well, he did have that one thing, and that's a pretty solid thing. Well, he. he By the way, you know, there's a there's a boob in Star Wars, and it happens uh, right here. I knew that. 
I, Someone yeah. in the room had to be 12. Hello, that's me. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And oh, there's a boob in Star Wars. Yeah, well, I've seen tits in real life, so I don't get so excited. I've but only that's seen right. Star Wars. <laughs> there it is. Okay, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So freeze frame to your heart's content if you don't know what a nipple looks like. There's one in this movie. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone that just paused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. And three, two, one, repause. So anyway... Um, before we had to be 12. Boba Fett. Uh, uh, Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. What? 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 Um, Where? You know, Boba Fett is is one of those characters that they kind of like, when they were piecing this movie together, they didn't quite know where to put him. It's like, whoa, oh, hmm. He was, you know, we set him up with this, you know, pretty set him up nicely in the second movie as being this like badass who can take down Han Solo and can give uh, Luke Skywalker a run for his money. Um, they just didn't really know what to do with him. In it's very, movie. well, it's, for, it's almost like what happened with, uh, Obi Wan in the very first movie, he's like he he doesn't have yeah. anything to he do now. Any, yeah. any reason? He I just, guess he should die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you so mean Qui Gon? Yeah. Also Qui Gon. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. but Obi Wan in in A New Hope, the reason he died halfway through facing Vader. I mean, they made it work for the story, but they killed him off because they're like he. What, what's he going to do now? <laughs> yeah, because well, that's, he's that was, better dead. So. Well, that's, that's, that, that was Lucas talking to, uh, or Campbell talking that, to Lucas. Yeah, saying that's, like, that's Campbell 101, you know, yeah. death, death of the Master. And you got the nothing else to do, three. just get rid of him. Yeah. And yeah. It's a step on in the emotional. Or as Blake Snyder would call it, the whiff of death that uh, begins Act 3. Um, someone has to die to make to raise the stakes and show that things are serious. So anyway, uh, something about... Um, Dorkman is just pouring Sour Patch salt into oh, his mouth. <laughs> oh my god the, the crumbs of sour patch wow my mouth is tightening up just, just yeah, thinking no, about the, all the sugar <laughs> See, comes he, off it and goes down into the bottom See? and there's just this it's actually this, affecting like, his voice fistful of of sour salt you're talking through a gallon of spit so yeah awesome. it's really just wow it's just it's amazing the um you are chava we'll, 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 we'll give a uh we'll have to give a um i'm, I'm gonna have to give a uh, uh props to uh phil tippett who was in charge of the creatures on this movie. He'd done creatures stuff on other movies, but this movie he was in charge of the creatures, so Jabba and all this stuff. Um, the one thing that he always, when I worked for him, was when we'd get him to talk about Star Wars, and we tried not to make Phil talk about Star Wars too much. It's like asking Michael Jackson about Thriller. Ex- exactly. It was like, you know, it's like asking her when I dated, you know, one of the Brady girls. It's like, you know, she was, I was 11. I like to talk about new things now. It's 30 <laughs> years ago. Um, so, you know, not that I wanted to talk about Brady Bunch, but everyone else you ever met did. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you wanted the time when you'd have like five moments, five minutes with Phil when he was tired or there was nothing going on and a Star Wars story would pop out. <laughs> That's, and everyone would just go, Shh, he's like telling a, a Star it's, Wars story. It's like a deer. Yeah. Just look at <laughs> it. <laughs> Don't make any sudden moves. He might tell a Star Wars story. And uh, we, got some, we got some great anecdotes. And, uh, you know, Phil was, you know, he was in charge of all these creatures and, and uh, you know, all this stuff. This was all his thing. Um, he was always very clear to distance himself from the Ewoks. Um, he didn't have, he wasn't in charge of the Ewoks. Um, cause all this stuff was like studio stuff and the Ewok stuff was like location, you know, in the trees. Um, and the Ewoks, he, he, whether or not he had a lot to do with Ewoks, I'm sure he was involved somehow. It would have been in his department, but he tried to not, you know, take credit, take, <laughs> take responsibility. Why, why would you is do that, that Lando? Is Ooh, that, yeah. You? Yeah. He is wants it, to expose his face to us yeah, does so it, we know who he is. Does it prevent you from seeing Chewbacca? <laughs> having yeah. that thing in front of your face? Yeah, exactly. who, why, for whose benefit? That was, a, that was an as-you-know as you know move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was a, I want you to know that I'm... It blows my mind that this little movie. guy is in the original because I only ever remember it from the uh, special edition. Yeah, it was much more grandiose and yeah. awful in the, in the you know remake, uh, just like we, most of it is. We've done six of these Star Wars movies whose praises we haven't sung. Peter Mayhew. 
Yeah, Chewbacca. You know, he, he doesn't he doesn't say anything really, so you don't really have the atten- like the you don't notice him so much. He's just sort of the guy that's there, and you take him for granted. But there's a lot of mime stuff that's going on that he has to. Peter it's Mayhew, not. It's it's uh, not always Peter Mayhew in this movie, however. Really? Uh, yeah, he's not that coordinated a guy. There was a guy who doubled for him in some of the shots. Was he also like twenty five feet tall? Yeah. So there's not many people who can double for Peter. Mayhew. I was going to say. I, I think Kenny Baker was. I believe, taken. for example, when the he's standing on top of the uh, ATST and it takes off, I believe that is uh, his his double. Someone who um, would not fall off. Yeah. This. Um, Boy, this scene is making me flashback so hard because, of course, www.pink5.com. This is the scene that we 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 tried to match uh, exclusively. Oh wow, I'm having such great flashbacks right now. Um, very proud of how we completely doubled that table and everything else. Um, anyway, uh, I'll just I'll, I I think the statute of limitations has passed. Phil, whether it was completely true or not, um, Phil said that. Uh, you know, after making two Star Wars movies and realizing that the real money was in the merchandising, which is, as we know, is, you know, Lucas's fortune comes from Star Wars merchandise and not as much from the movies. Um, they'd made two whole movies and they really hadn't penetrated the stuffed animal line yet. Yeah. Um, and so they they made sure that in this third movie, uh, there was something that would lend itself perfectly to stuffed toys. Oh, damn it. I wish you had said getting stuffed and I was going to make a <laughs> Carrie Fisher joke. Yeah. And, uh, and it's Lo- all in the phrasing. And presto, you got yourself uh, Ewoks. No, um, but I heard the reason was because they couldn't find enough tall people so it could be It was going to be a Wookiee planet. Teddy bears. When you, when you call the Ewoks teddy bears, you're literally correct. Right. <laughs> because there, that's what they're I there mean, for. There's, there's got to be a fairness to wanting to do the Wookiee planet. To, there, there's got to be something to that story because if you read... <laughs> that is very hard to if, achieve. If you read... Well, yeah. If you read the original... original, no, it's original not stilts. Still people. <laughs> I'm the, sure it was when he was making the first one in '76. The you know, and this if, you, was if a, you read the original draft, there's a whole bit on the Wookiee planet. Dude, yeah. we know we it's, know a guy who's six foot eight. I mean, there's got to so be that's one. Yeah, it was just too expensive <laughs> to do Wookiee, so that, nah. that's that's the other element of this. Well, it, it's probably both. It was too expensive to do Wookiee, so they're like, just do some other like you know, it's like look at Star Trek. They do just bumps on the face. Do that, and they're like, no, you know, it'd be great. Teddy bears, then yeah. we can fucking sell it. So John Williams, go. Brilliant. I like it. It's like you're talking about an Attack of the Clones, where da 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 da, just holding gun to John. Okay, okay. As a puppeteer, I look at this scene. I go, boy, this is an all day setup because if it's not a guy in four hours worth of makeup, it's a puppet with five guys trying to hide and no way to digitally remove them. And it's like this is this is this is what tells you that they've been they've been doing these for a while because you know they can put together a scene like this where all these guys are just background. In right. T- in terms of talking about the the creatures and shit, this I Rick, always thought that Rick guy, James. that guy, Rick James, in the in the four by three padded skin version, was cut out. So you just see his arm, and just the way if you don't see where his shoulder is, it looks like his arm just bends weirdly. <laughs> so I always thought he was like this weird sloopy guy. Anyway, uh, Trey, in terms of talking about creatures in here, you got a bunch of them. Oh yeah. So like for instance, where do you get a salacious crumb? Because <laughs> uh, I want one. A fella had a. I, we got lucky with salacious crumb. A fella had a salacious crumb puppet that was uh, <laughs> totally dead on. <laughs> And uh, I don't know where one gets one, but this this was one of those guys. He had it, you just go to his apartment. Um, he has he has a Han and Carbonite. He has a full scale Boba Fett. I think he had a Boba Fett statue. Um, you know, like the costume on a mannequin, so it's like full full life full size Boba Fett. Wow, that's um, bad. Yeah, he had a lot of he had, he had a, a quite. Does a he have a wife? Apartment. 
Uh, no. Okay. And not at the time, anyway. Um, he actually had, he had a pretty amazing apartment. He had. Uh, were, you, were you offering Teague? <laughs> yeah. Would you like to be his wife? Um, he had. He also had a giant screen TV back when that was harder to achieve than nowadays. And uh, he had these great leather couches. I mean, so he was very much about having people over for movies and watching movies and stuff like that. So, um, I, I I got to know him. When we were getting ready to do Pink Five, and uh, you know, we're, we're we're just checking around, you know, who knows who, who knows has who has what, and uh, and the very extremely rare salacious crumb. So this guy had a salacious crumb. I think it was a custom one. I don't think it was anything you could buy anywhere. Interesting, but now, it was fantastic. I love in that last scene, like just the lunatic affection Chewbacca has for Han, oh, like petting no, no. him on the head, <laughs> like he just found, like he just found his lost dog. <laughs> yeah, as much as well, you totally know that's how Chewbacca views the relationship. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, Han is my dog. Yeah, Han's yeah. my pet. Han this is, my this dog. is what dogs look like yeah. on Kashyyyk. <laughs> yeah. They're the ones with no hair. <laughs> I've heard uh, people say that. Carrie Fisher is phoning it in. Harrison Ford kind of phoning it in. But everyone thinks that Mark Hamill's totally not phoning it in. And I think this is his strongest movie of the originals. Yeah. Well, Mark was probably thinking, I'm never going to work again. Well, yeah. I've tried to do other movies. And what's no cool, one, no and one what's buys cool me in any other movie. Carrie Fisher went off and did all Hello, the, Bikini. Carrie Fisher went off and did all of the... Code. Now I can be 12 for two seconds. <laughs> Hello. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't know if Carrie Fisher's phoning it in so much yeah. as being like, can we cut now? Please. <laughs> I, I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to go to the trailer for a few minutes. So Han Solo went off and had the greatest career of anyone that was from Star Wars. And Carrie Fisher went off and did all the coke and Mark Hamill and married Paul Simon yeah wasn't that weird Mark that Hamill um, kind of laid low and did Slipstream lol uh, directed by the guy who directed Tron if you want to watch a bad movie find Slipstream Ooh, yeah. Slipstream is the shit and everybody's in it Robbie Coltrane's in it the guy that uh, it's Muldoon fi- Muldoon is in it everyone's yeah. in it the, the Velociraptor guy from Jurassic Park well, anyway Mark, Mark, Mark did but he's so cool now he's yeah. such like he's, he's the chill guy he's well, in he, he comic ha- books and does voice acting and yeah, he, yeah he gave himself a second career as a voice actor and, and he's yeah, badass he was the he was Joker he was, Joker, he yeah. was the badass Joker that blew my mind when I first learned that and he's the only one of uh, he's the only Daddy? one he's the only one of those people that I've actually personally met and uh, and I I geeked out pretty heavily. Is he uh, short? He's not particularly short. No. Oh, okay. Um, he, he looks like he could be a short guy. He's uh, you know I, he came when we're sh- strangely enough when we're shooting Return of Pink Five and we did that uh, um, Make a Wish project right in the middle of the shoot when uh, the Make a Wish ca- people came to me and said there's a boy who's always wanted to be in a Star Wars movie and so we took a day from the Return of Pink Five shoot and we made it his shoot instead and we shot his uh, shot his video and the producer of Return of Pink Five was Mark Hamill's college roommate, and they were still friends to this day. And hmm. so he said, I can maybe get Mark to come down, you know, because it's Make-A-Wish. And, and, and you said, oh, cool. And, and I your said, brain said, yay! <laughs> and and out what, loud you said, that'll be nice that for would the be, kid. That would be nice for the kid. Hamill was on the shoot, too. And what was actually right. really what was actually really funny was that, um, <laughs> what was actually really funny was this kid who was like 9 or 11, he didn't know who Mark Hamill was. You know, to him, Star Wars was the the prequels. Oh. You know, so I actually had to like sit down and show him Star Wars and go, "See, that's Luke Skywalker. See, this guy, Anakin, who you think is so cool, that's his dad who turns into Darth Vader." And this kid's like, "What?" You know, it's kind of <laughs> like you know, it's like you know, he he'd only read the New Testament, and I was trying to tell him about the Old Testament. Like, wait, what? God used to be vengeful and angry. What are you talking about? So, so when Mark Hamill, when this old dude showed up, you know, he was like, "Hi, how are you?" He wasn't impressed at all, um, and I like lost my mind. You know. <laughs> I'm like geeking out. So it was really for me. Is it was the whole point. And he was he was a nice guy. He was a perfectly you know nice guy. He's he's been Mark Hamill for his whole life, and he's pretty good at it. And uh, he's very cool. And Hanel, who was one of the hosts of Geeksa, and he, eventually he's going to be on Down in Front. I don't know when. Uh, was on, he was like the visual effects supervisor and he was on set and the way he tells it Trey deliberately didn't tell him yes that's true I didn't tell and by point, the way Mark Hamill will be coming in today and he turned oh, around and he saw Mark Hamill and he plots <laughs> yeah 
Talk about excusing yourself to the trailer. He had to go. Can we just take a moment? Ranker. Ranker Monster. Mm-hmm. Still one of the best yeah. critters. Combination done. of uh, a, like miniature puppet photography. Little puppet, very little camera, up angles, and also stop motion sometimes, right? No, he's not. He's not stop motion. It's a uh, guy in a big arm suit. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's it's a it's a rod puppet. It's there's a guy sort of it's a hand puppet rod puppet. You know, you're just not seeing the rods. Um, it's half scale. Uh, I think it happened less than half scale. So not even not even that. Um, and just a beautiful piece of work. Except for some compositing coming up here. Yeah, the, com- yeah, 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 the compositing is the problem, but yeah. the the puppet itself is yeah. not. You know, the puppet and the, itself. Actually, nails the it. matte lines aren't that bad. It's just the weirdness of not having uh, motion blur. So uh, the 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 matte process removes yeah. the motion blur, so yeah. it feels very crisp and weird. But the the big black matte lines that you would get in the earlier days for something like this—that's nice. A little bit of rear projection for yeah. a couple of yeah. those shots. Yeah. So you got to you know not the best. Would this have been edge. tippet. Yeah, this was this was Phil. It literally was Phil. I mean, I think really? he's doing the performance of it as well. Phil's good. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Phil Tippett is good. Yeah, he is. Uh, that's you know that was when I got to that and more I'm insightful gems on down in front. Yes. You know, it, yeah, Dennis I, Mirren, it sucks that people don't like you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a shame. When I you know when I got to when I got offered to work for Phil Tippett, I was you know that was for me like Phil Phil freaking Tippett, you know, because I was already a puppeteer by then, and I was like, if there's any guy in the world who I could probably learn a thing or two from. It's probably that guy whose name I know from doing all the Star Wars movies. So, and and it was true. Phil Phil knows more about filmmaking and and especially creature using creatures in film than uh, than uh, most anyone else does. I love the guy, and we're going to see more of him in a second. But oh yeah, he cries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I should odd little. I cracked moment. myself up once when I was I, I was helping like a friend over I am, and she like had a really bad day. I don't know what it was. Like someone died, and she everything was going wrong in her life, and she was really distraught. And I. She was a geek, and I totally lightened the mood. I was like, "Aw, pats you on the arm like the other guy that takes care of the rancor but isn't upset." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> it's just so odd. Like, He's such a fat, and you just want to hug the guy. You're like, it's "Oh, a, you killed his it's dog." It's a joke, it's but an odd moment. But but I, it, it's like it's a, this little moment of uh, gray morality in yeah. this otherwise black or white morality. Right. Look at his face. He's so yeah. sad. And the other thing that what I what I liked about it is, you know, somebody, oh. however this little moment came to be. Somebody involved in the production was thinking about a fully realized world. Yes. Right. You yeah. know, they're like, yeah, there's the whole backstory. This guy takes care of the ranker. How yeah. does he feel that the ranker got killed? Yeah. You know, it's something you don't normally, no movies normally don't take the time to. And um, it's Patton Oswalt. Yeah. <laughs> it literally is. Um, it's, uh, if or you, the guy that didn't drink, out drink Karen Allen and Raiders. If you watch, of all things, uh, the deleted scenes from uh, Austin Powers, uh, a, a, joke, a joke that they did several times in Austin Powers but realized. The joke was great, but it totally destroyed the pacing of the movie, so they cut it all out. Is every time a henchman dies in Austin Powers, they cut to his friends and family finding out he died and how they're devastated by his death. You know, some random guy falls into the vat of liquid nitrogen, cut to his wife getting a phone call. (laughs) Like, yo, Bill's at work. Why? Why? What? Did something happen? Oh, my God, Billy, come in here. And they do a whole scene about the guy who died, you know, that you don't think about in movies normally. The only- what, I, what I love, there's there's one very quick moment in Brazil where they're in the, the car chase. They're being chased by the faceless goons, and then they lose them, and the goon car, like, spirals out of control <laughs> and catches on fire, and the guys, like, run out, and they're all on fire, and it's this horrible image. But the heroes have gotten away. And it's, you know, in that movie, it's this commentary on faceless... On faceless enemies and and the obstruct the tyrannical society, but it's the exact same moment here. In fact, it's, I think it's better done here than it is in Brazil. And here, it's just kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then move on. 
Yeah, but and it's not, like I said, it's nice that well, you know it's that ju- it's, like it's, know, a, it's a wherever. serious moment. But you're like, who yeah. does that yeah. in a movie? Yeah. And, but I, I that's one of the things I love about it because it's, it's a little. Well, the the, the media threat is over. I mean, Luke right. isn't going to get eaten by the rancor, so you can have a little moment of a yeah, respite. It's, of a, a, it's a little bit of, of a, a comedy bit, falling action in a scene. You know, the yeah. scene is constructed in. You know, like a mini movie, and so the falling action is his sad. <laughs> yeah. uh, in the uh, in the chat, Doctor Submarine brings up the tonal shift from Empire to this. What do you guys think about that? In this terms of definitely... Empire being this really serious drama, semi dramedy. I hate that word. And <laughs> Jedi is just sort of back to the action. It feels this feels more like a Star Wars than Empire did. I wouldn't even yeah. call Empire a dramedy. Yeah, this is and this is definitely more cartoony than. Even, it's, and even it's Star certain, Wars, it, is. it's certainly got more cartoony now that Han's awake because right. Han's bringing most of the, half the cartoon to it, which which is kind of his job. He's the one who's sort of, hey, hokey religions and ancient weapons. Um, I think I think he's a little too too lighthearted in this one. He's yeah. not taking it quite as straight as as I think would have helped. Um, Red Xavier says Jedi is a bit too whimsical. At times, yeah, which is why you know. There's, well, there's, there's. As, Star, oppo- as Star opposed, Star Wars was whimsical. As opposed, yeah, exactly. As yeah. opposed to later, you know, the scene in the throne room where it gets, you know, intense Fucking, as all hell. Oh yeah, you know, which that is felt great. Like, that felt more empire. Yeah. So I guess it's just they both. Hey, look, it's just a vagina. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> no beak. Yeah. No Audrey too. And the original shit guy behind Luke. That's wonderful. <laughs> no, he's a shit face. He's a shithead. Look at him. They're shithead. Yeah. Baraka. That's the, the Barat. Bar- uh, no. Uh, uh, or is that Klaatu? Klaatu. Klaatu, Barada, Nikto. Barada. Because there's three alien races back uh, in this. Yeah, those three guys. Named after the, uh, they're named after how you descend. The command from the from, day the earth stood still. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Klaatu, 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 Barada, The Klaatus, the Baradas, and the Niktus. Yeah. What are... Twi'lek. Twi'lek. Yes. Yeah. Twi'lek. Now the, Ib Fortuna. Now this, now this is, uh, you know, even before Robot Chicken did their commentary on, oh, just build another Death Star, that's really original, which is a joke I didn't think of. I, you know, if you've seen Return to Pink Five, we do reference this, where Obi, you know, the scene in, in Return to Pink Five, while this is happening, Obi Wan is talking to Stacy, two miles away, explaining this plan, <laughs> and when you actually explain this plan, it makes you go, wait, that's what? That's yeah. the plan? Is that Luke will will wait until Luke is being held at gunpoint over the diving board, at which point R two will launch a lightsaber at him, and he will do a flip and. Fight off ten thousand bad guys. This is our plan. They, they will deliberately create this scenario <laughs> in order to rescue Han Solo. That's the plan. And there's an explosion behind them. He's like, "I'm sure they're fine." <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, sure, blow them, blow my punchline. But yeah, I couldn't help but but reference, you know, that, that when when they sat down around the drawing table and they said, "This is the plan." You know, there's so many shots in the Star Wars. And, and play- Wait, Lando just hit him with his helmet. He just took his helmet off and <laughs> yeah. swung it at the guy. Yeah. Like that's it's from the streets. That's a, yeah. That, that's how you works, do it. It works every time. That's how you do it downtown, baby. There was <laughs> another. But you're right. There. That is a bad plan. Okay, so at the exact moment, I'm going to take my helmet and off I'll, and, and I'll swing it. My helmet. <laughs> I'll, I'll infiltrate the palace. I'll be there for weeks ahead of time. And what I'll do is I'll use that time to get a helmet to hit guys with. That's me, my contribution. Great, Lando. You start on that. Yeah. All right, Lando's yeah, working. Get working. Let's, let's get to work, guys. Anyway. That was just to get Lando out of the way. We're like, yeah. we don't want him yeah, here. Lando thinks he's part of the plan. Yeah. Now the real plan <laughs> is where we hide the saber in R2-D2, who can fly, by the way, but we've forgotten that, which, yeah. I don't know, never mind. Plinkett Plink pointed out that there's always a reaction shot when someone loses their lightsaber, uh, the lightsaber going clack, 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 
So we have a bunch of those to work from. We could fuck this entire thing up with one edit change. Take yeah. this sequence and then one shot of the lightsaber falling away. And then R2 shoots it up. Luke does a flip, reaches, cut to lightsaber falling past him. <laughs> now here, you know, a, a sad end to an otherwise kind yeah. of okay character. But it led to a great and, robot and a, and a burp joke on top is like, you know, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's almost, burp, that's almost burp, like burp. George Lucas hates Boba Fett. Yeah. He was like, how dare you become a big thing? I'm going to kill you. In you are outside of my control. I did not intend this. You were the most undignified <laughs> thing I've ever yeah. seen. Get it? Yeah, that's how you die. Now, this scene always seemed gratuitous to me, and I'm not talking about Carrie's outfit, because that's completely necessary. But the fact <laughs> that they're about to blow up the sail barge anyway, so the fact that Jabba will be dead 90 seconds from now, well, she doesn't actually have to strangle him to death. He could get away otherwise. Oh, yeah, because he's well, on foot. <laughs> 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 he could run. <laughs> Well, you know, she's, I think she needs something to do, though. No, she, no, I'm saying it's yeah. totally obviously it's so she can, you know, blah, take that, you evil villain. It's before it's, he, it's before he gets in one last death rape. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm gonna die, but I'm gonna rape you first. <laughs> what does Jabba rape her with? You don't want to know. You don't yeah. want to know. You really don't want to know. Cut to Jabba. You thought that yeah. was his tail yeah. flopping around. <laughs> why did Why does Jabba like human women in revealing outfits? I mean, that's kinky. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude, you're a slug. Stay with your own species for Pete's well, sake. Well, that's the hut version of hentai is yeah. human <laughs> limbs. Things without yeah. tentacles. Things without tentacles. Just, <laughs> I just, it's a thing with me. I can't, I can't. I know explain. it's gross. I know it's weird, but it. Hey, Michael Dorkman, Scott. Yeah. Talk, talk to me about that lightsaber. What about it? Does it look good? Does it look bad? Screen. Well, it's really. It's, it's a big. They're big. Lightsabers by day, which you don't see in yeah. any Star Wars movies. Well, the whole and reason it's green reason. is because it's because they tried blue at first, but it didn't show up well against the. the yeah. Really? Is that why it's green? That's yeah. There's green. a bit in that shot where you it actually it's behind his body, but you can see it through him, and for like yeah. three frames. Yeah. You want me to talk about the lightsaber? <laughs> yeah. There it is. You have the yeah. floor. Uh, <laughs> but it's, I always thought Jedi had uh, Jedi. Well, hmm. Jedi, the glows are really huge. Yeah, the way yeah. they painted it on, like, especially in that shot you guys were talking about. In front in, of the sky. In the no, in the throne room later, where it's like the dolly shot and kind of the long yeah. fighting. Oh, yeah. Dude, the, the glows are like 10 feet wide compared to, mm -hmm. you, you look at the, the size of the people in the frame. It's crazy. That's I, why I was always amused by all the all the discussions on the Force.net board, where it's like, how do I get a lightsaber exactly right? right. Yeah. How do I make there's it There's no right. right. Yeah. yeah. Pick one now. Yeah. First, is a is the glow of a lightsaber? Is that a light effect, or is that something in the universe? Depends on how you depends yeah, on oh, what you're watching. Oh God, here we go. In this in these movies, it appears to be a light effect, like it's basically a it'll flare wrap around on the you camera. if you go behind. Yeah, but in the prequels, it appears that it's giving off some kind of particle matter that will you know directly clip off. It doesn't wrap around you. It's not a light effect. So um, I prefer it as a light effect conceptually. I but. still like it always. So when you're doing RVD and all those, it's wrapping around yes. the arm if it's behind the arm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it always confused me and my, my brain tried to figure it out as a kid and I still can't figure it out. Like how exactly that little swing worked. <laughs> Their little Tarzan swing yeah. off the barge. Where do they attach what, you did not What was, what was they... the pivot point on that? Brian, yeah. you didn't have a very enchanted childhood, did you? <laughs> Now, that coming from the guy who has a distinct memory of sitting at the dining room table with paper and a pen and going, all right, how is 88 miles per hour yeah. relevant? <laughs> yeah. I think that looked just fine, by the way. There was, there's shots in the special edition where they're like, yeah, we replaced it with a digital speeder and adjusted the shadow to look oh, better. God. I'm like, that just looks fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. fine. The only thing wrong with the, the barge blowing up is there's a piece that comes too close to camera and, the, and loses focus. Mm. But uh, you know, otherwise, it works, it works just dandy. You, know? you can like, really see his, uh, his facial surgery there. Oh, by the way, R2 is black yeah. there. Yeah, R2 is still black because, yeah. you know, they hadn't, they hadn't figured that, you know, that blue screen problem out yet. Anyway, no, but his face, he was all screwed up, but you didn't, I didn't, I don't remember moments, I guess I do, sort of, in the beginning, after he comes out of the back to fluid, ugh, uh, 
where his face looks decidedly well, different. Well, he's just older now. Yeah, but he just, yeah, he does look different. He's six years older. That's true. He was what, like 21, 22 when he did A New Hope, Star Wars? He was young, whatever yeah. it was, yeah. He was a baby. He was a little baby. Now he is a fully mature. I love. Yeah. I he's love he's, a, cra- like he's a craggy fellow now. That's that, for sure. That fi- that really give you the uh, look, the feel for yeah. Hello. When the, the when the Millennium Falcon first escaped from the Death Star in A New Hope, where were all of those fighters? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is ten well, thousand starfighters. Well, yeah, yeah. but. But that but, was, but that they, that was well, that was the reason they lost that the Death the Star. It was underdefended. Yeah, uh, that's why they're like they, uh, they didn't think that fighters were a threat to the uh-huh. Death Star, so they didn't have any fighter defense. You, you have you have a space station the size of a moon. I think you have room for a couple more fighter squads. It's got guns on this it. This isn't Star Trek. Shut up. It's got guns the size of cities. They thought they were okay. Yeah. Ian McDermott was a Marquand find, and he was like thirty-five. Yeah. Why would they get a thirty-five-year-old to play this dude who's a hundred? He was probably just really Be, good. Yeah. Somebody got <laughs> so somebody got so lucky that they said thirty years from now this guy can still play the same yeah. role. <laughs> and he looks. By the way, I, I I don't know why this works for me because it's so clear. Maybe it's just because it's so over the top. But I like his old age makeup. Oh yeah, no, and especially at the right. end much when you see his face. Than, yeah, it's it, much it, better than episode three, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And what's well, weird is he had, like, a, he had a butt face yeah. in episode three. Well, it, he has a butt face here. It's just you it's don't. Just hey, 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 hey. It's a really interesting. Hey, that's just mean. <laughs> I don't know what the I don't know what the the technique is, but here you know, it's almost as if you know it's, it's almost like as, a really extreme stretch and stipple. Yeah, thing it's going it's on. like it's almost as if it's like a sack that isn't actually glued to his face, yeah. so the skin is kind of sliding on his actual skin. It's a really kind of bizarre effect that I find I find really uh, you know works, works for me. Yeah. You know? um, now this is going to be the original version with the what they what. Insiders call the Emperor's eye slugs, uh, uh, which yes. we'll see later. But uh, where they yeah. had to add shadow, and it's just <clears throat> yeah, it's just it's just you know optical shadow and not digital. Um, yeah, they uh, painted in shadow. It looks like shit. A quick return to Dagobah just to just to kill. Also, off. a Kazan note. Yeah, another, another you know, Boba, unfortunately, Boba Fett and Yoda. It's like what do we do with Yoda in the third movie? Uh, he dies. He just yeah. drops dead. Okay, but someone I think it was Kazan. Anyway, they I said re- you have to resolve Yoda's story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is true. They had because to... because if you know it's the ultimate battle for good and evil in the universe, Yoda would be involved if yeah. he was around. You know, Yoda. I think, it's or you would to... have to address the fact that Yoda and Obi Wan are giant cowards for just kind of sitting <laughs> yeah. around for twenty yeah. years. Which yeah. which they finally did in Episode Three by yeah. just saying, "Yes, they're giant cowards. Yeah, yeah. they're big old cowards. They're they're going to go into hiding." Well, is, was it in the uh, recent Family Guy Jedi thing or Robot Chicken or something where? Uh, Luke is like, well, wait, why don't you go fight Vader? And Yoda's like, I, uh, I, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? You're ready. You're ready. Totally, you're totally ready. Go, I love go the puppetry him. here. When he gets into the bed, it's yeah, perfect. It's really, it's really well done. Watch, the, he like grabs his legs and he kind of swings him up. Looks around and like, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Sets yeah. down the cane. They've only got one Yoda scene to do in this movie. And yeah. They really worked at it. Like, we're going to make Yoda look really, really good. Master Yoda, you can't die. I made of iron, sir. I assure you I can. Me, you watch. Sure you I will. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Disappear. You can't die. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kill self. Look at him. Yeah. He pulls the blanket yeah, over himself and everything. Yep, yep. Gonna go to bed. Yep. Okay. Hi ho. Hi ho. You the rug here. So many <laughs> songs. <laughs> Which of course is Henson and not Frank Oz, but never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Frank Oz was part of that crew too. I totally forgot as a kid uh, that Obi Wan disappeared after he was cut up. Uh, and I always thought in the instant. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I always thought it was so fucking weird that Yoda disappeared. Like, is that a time? Did Luke sit there until he decomposed? Like, what was yeah. going on there? Because, and it, I don't think I would have done that if it wasn't a slightly imperfect trick they pulled. Because what they're doing is fading between one where Yoda's there and one where they're holding up the blanket and Yoda's and not there and they drop, drop the blanket. Yeah. And there's just a little incongruity with the blanket, and it's like it looks like a time lapse. 
So I was, it threw me off. And it blew my mind <laughs> when I remember, sitting wait there a second, while he totally Obi-Wan doesn't. disappeared too. Which, and then it blew my mind again where it's like, that never happens in the new ones. Which I'm sure there's, well, I'm sure there's a million retcons because it doesn't happen in this one either. At the end, Vader dies and doesn't vanish. They have to, you know. They, yeah, you know, but I always assume that we just cut away before it happens. But then what, so he's, he put, so the, he so put then Luke, armor Luke, on the fire? No, so Luke yeah, is yeah, burning the suit? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I assumed. Well, what's in the suit? There's a body and it's taking him out. How is it still together? It's, there's a they shape just, of a human. There's a big chest. You just put the pieces back together. It still will look kind of like a human. <laughs> do you want to do dead dad Legos? <laughs> like, so, here. Wait, wait. Okay, hey, wait. You know what? If we just the beat the Empire, wrong. I'll be willing to take that shitty chore. Yeah. What? You know? He had a PA do it. Can you put the pieces of my dead you, father's suit together? So you I know. And then them? stuff it with something so it looks like there's still stuff somebody in you know there was Because I need who, something to burn for my closure. You know there was somebody who joined the rebellion that day. Yeah. You're like, okay, That's well, my job. Yeah. We don't have anything else for you to do. So here, put put Vader back together for the celebration. Yeah, but no, Vader, Vader, Vader canks on Which the... Which is still pretty like, <laughs> like you're holding Vader's head <laughs> yeah. in your hands. Dude, now in this... No, Vader, Vader, hypothetical. If you're in that situation, you, by yourself, with the head of the guy... You just join the you just join the rebellion and oh my god I'm holding Darth Vader. Do you fuck it? I don't know if I fuck yeah, it. I might right, consider whether not right or not away. I got a shit. Put, 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 <laughs> put, put, <laughs> but we just kind of rub it on your butt a little bit. Yeah. We see him cack right there on the you know the 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 landing ramp yeah. of the Tidarium and he doesn't vanish. Yeah, there was. I, I, I maintain that we just cut away. I heard some. It. I I think I heard some kind of retcon. Well, of like, course, well, there's a retcon. He was for mostly it. machine, so his body didn't disappear. But he still oh, uh-huh. got to be yeah, a ghost. Now is he a ghost? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. He still gets to be a ghost because. I love being back with nerds. <laughs> I was in Tennessee for a month. There was no nerds in Tennessee. They beat me up. They are, but they're nerds for things like yeah. football and stuff. Yeah, yuck. Yeah. I'm from Tennessee, but I realized I was free to go. <laughs> so. I realized I was an adult and I could leave at any time. <laughs> Yoda's yeah. eyes are moving. They got Yoda's eyes moving. It's, they had three years much to get... more articulated yeah, this time. Yeah. yeah, they got three years to get Yoda's uh, eye technology working. And his his ears are more. Uh, articulate yeah, they have too. more than more They're than kind one of axis. folding in and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So now he finally this, he finally he's uh, like he's like I'm dead. Wait, one more thing. Yeah. And then I'm gonna. Oh oh oh. oh. Also, the garbage on Tuesday it comes yeah. outside. You must put it. Did, so what? <laughs> Fish my feed. <laughs> so so were you um uh Trey? Yeah. When you when you watched yes, I it was. because um. You know when when <laughs> Empire on Tuesdays when Empire came out, yeah. uh, you know James Earl Jones talks about he got the pages for Luke, I'm your father, right. or um, no, I am your father. Sorry, that is the correct line. Uh, <laughs> but um, when Actually, he got, no, please, it's no Luke, I am your father. Isn't no, it? he doesn't say Luke. He doesn't say no, Luke. He doesn't okay. say Luke. But um, uh, when he got the uh, the pages, he says he he read it and he's like. Oh, he's lying. <laughs> yeah, he's, that, he, can't, like, that can't be James true. James Earl Jones genuinely thought he was lying. So yeah. um, there, there was, I, I imagine there was kind of the question at the time. So what was it to watch this scene and and be like, is he really my father? And Yoda's like, oh yeah, yeah. Why are we even well, talking about this? Well, that's that's because there've been <laughs> because there's three years of you know we didn't have the internet except for you know seven people had the internet, but three years <laughs> of you know we would write letters to magazines and things like that of Vader's lying. Right. It's like we got to get that out of the way. Right. So, right. so Yoda's going to say was part of it. no. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's true. Secret Deal with it. Move on. We talked about this on Empire. This, this that's is technically this... hanging a lantern, I guess. Yeah. Like, yes, that's a fact. Let's just yeah. go on with it. This is the guy that uh, also provided us with that amazing Lawrence Kasdan. Uh, carbonite scene transcript. He also found 
an archive of Usenet forum posts from 1983, immediately after the release of Jedi. This is an internet <laughs> Star Wars conversation that happened 30 years ago, which kind of underlines the point that what the internet really is is porn in Star Wars. Um, and and, and low cats. It's so weird. To, it's so weird. They're having the same conversations, and the things that they say are weird. It's weird to see what the, the change of 30 years has been because at the time they were like, it looks like the Yoda puppet is different. Um, I wasn't happy with the ending. I thought it was too happy. And uh, what was the other thing? And a lot of first lame <laughs> homosexual. Now and here <laughs> they here, didn't have gay back now here, then. Now here, so, somebody they, calls somebody else Hitler, and there's a guy named Godwin in the thread going, "Yeah, that's that's, 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 huh. that's going to be a thing." God, yeah. Well, Godwin does come from or the real guy. He's a real yeah. guy who first called people on the on the Hitler. Now talking about retconning. Here is an internal retcon right here. Yeah, because it's all, this whole thing about okay, all that bullshit you said to me in the first movie about how Darth Vader killed my father—what the fuck? And there, this is the worst, lamest retcon. He's like, no, no, that that's <laughs> see totally... what I meant was he, in a sense, he killed your father. But okay, now well, first of all, mm. let's let's just make this clear: we're fictional characters yeah. being made up by a guy who didn't <laughs> actually have the story fully thought out. Um, and this is another thing. I that's I, what religion is too. I totally, I totally nailed this. I, you know, I had to, I had to reference this. I I, I referenced this in in. Uh, Return of Pink Five is when Obi Wan comes in and starts to explain this is the whole thing, and uh, and she just looks at him and goes, "You're just making this up as you go along, aren't you?" <laughs> you know, that's that's because of this. That's a reference to this scene, right? That uh, you are just I wonder... you guys are winging it. You guys are lying. And and <laughs> and the thing that that became a subtext that I loved exploring in Return of Pink Five is that Yoda and Obi Wan are actually lying and manipulating Luke. Yeah, that's I mean, true. if you, if you look at what they're doing, what they're doing, they're horrible, horrible people. Yeah. They're terrible, they're terrible. Just people. trying to build a weapon to yeah. go after. Vader, basically, you can definitely yeah. interpret it that way. I love the bit where he's—they're he, sitting there having this conversation, and he's like, "There's, there's still good in him," and he—he's like, "Well, he's—he's he's more machine than man, twisted and evil." But he gives him this look like, "You know, you're talking to a ghost, right?" <laughs> yeah. And he killed me. I—I've—I yeah. I tried. <laughs> I have yeah. tried to sort this out, and yeah. it didn't work. Yeah, it's the most awkward pause yeah. ever. There yeah. is still good in him. Kill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like when Jane goes butcher's knife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like I cut off seventy four percent of him, yeah. but there's still good in the part that's left. <laughs> right. It's pissed, but it's good. <laughs> now I wonder why he didn't. I wonder why he didn't have Obi Wan say, "You weren't ready to hear what it was the truth." I also, I, I also that would have been. Wouldn't that have been clever? Wouldn't that have been smart? Yeah. There's you, a difference between knowing ready. the path and walking yeah. the path. That would have been something along those lines. That would have been, been a better way to yeah, do it. That would have yeah. been a much but, better. But way. you weren't ready for that information. Yada yada. It would have been a little more clearly manipulated. Well, this is pretty. If you'd read your Joseph Campbell, you would understand that it wouldn't time to reveal that information. I did always love that bit too. Good Obi Wan. Thank you. When you finally. When you find out that you know the the whole Luke's Ooh. sister thing was going to be was going to be a thing in later movies, but they decided fuck it. There's <laughs> one girl here, it's Leia, so let's just let's just wrap it up that way. And like you feel that in that scene because yeah. Obi Wan's like, oh yeah, you know we were afraid, and so your sister we hid her away, and no one knows who she is, and blah blah blah. And Luke is like. Oh, it's Leia. <laughs> and he's oh, like, like, fuck. He's yeah. like, oh, well, uh, I see the force is strong in you. He's like, no, there's like one chick in yeah. the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be her. It's not the nipple chick from the palace. It's clearly, you know, how many human women have I met in my lifetime, for heaven's sake? It's Leia is a Jedi and as a whole, like, equally as strong as Luke thing is a completely dropped. Like, even yeah. in the books that continue the story after the fact, 
She has a lightsaber at one point. She has a lightsaber, not, and yeah. but she never like twenty years go by, and she never starts training yeah. until finally like thirty five years yeah. after. Yeah, you fact. think if they were Here, really wait, watch this girl, watch this chick. If they just bring her in to like bring Mon everyone Mon down. I even know if her they name. were really Mon and Mon and talk about uh, yep. you know the advances and the the you know originally it was just the wireframe and yeah. now it's like woo yeah, yeah look now it's it moves spinning. It's spinning and rotating but um. This bitch, they bring her in to bring everyone down. <laughs> Many yeah. Bothans die. Yeah. And she just like kind of goes into her own little world for a second. Yeah. Wow. There she yep. Yeah. Really, yeah. Okay. Right there. Okay. Everyone's okay. like, all right, man. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Mothma Downer. So, General yeah. Buzzkill over there. You yeah. know, Mothma was one of, my, one of my favorite early creature features. If you, if Akbar, you, Akbar is extremely successful. Yeah. Character. You would think that they... Because yeah. the he's actually a hand puppet. I mean, that's a hand puppet you're looking at. Mm. Really? Because I mean, that's not yeah. a guy wearing a head. You know, most so is Nia Numb. Yeah, he's a Muppet. Yeah, yeah, he's a puppet. Going back to the Luke and Leia thing, you'd think they would. They, uh, Obi Wan is the one who brings them together in the first place. You'd think yeah. he'd be like, as soon as he saw the message, he's like, "Oh no, that's not for you. You should totally <laughs> yeah. stay here. Yeah. I'll go deal with that, and I'll come back, and I'll come back." Yeah. My, will, my my retcon question. It's and like putting, I know it's th- like putting the president and vice president on the same plane. Yeah. Into in a, battle, along, in with, like, yeah. along with the guy who knows the formula for dun, coke. Dun, yeah, exactly. Dun, dun, My retcon question dun, dun, is like, okay, Luke, uh, let, you know, uh, Vader can sense Luke's presence because of the Force being strong in him, and, and so Leia is also. Yeah, why can't Luke. he sense? He's like, he tortured her. He was in a tiny yeah. room with her, torturing her in the first movie. <laughs> well, yeah. Never quite caught that. Oh, she's got Force. Wait a yeah, minute. Wedge. Watching this on VHS as a child, when it was really four by three and shitty resolution, I honestly, truly tried to figure out if he had a beard or not i could not do it <laughs> yeah maybe it's just could just be pixels just I, it, little screwy. I don't know maybe they did like a little land speeder thing on him just smushed his face a bit because it doesn't look <laughs> oh. like a face but it doesn't look like a beard it's like it's the space between by, by the way i'm just noticing that the subtitles uh chewy subtitles are always r which makes him sound like a pirate r. <laughs> how do you spell what chewy says r <laughs> Is there? There's what th- is it? Uh, remember the time we kissed. There's three in that. Uh, remember the time we kissed, and that other time, and that then we got kind of drunk. Yeah, that was. <laughs> apparently, that was weird. Uh, yeah, I'll be in my bunk. Yeah, because we have an incest taboo oh, in this galaxy. Look at that too. shit. That's gorgeous. beautiful. So there gorgeous. The mad, I, pain, I, the mad pain looks better than the footage does. Have I ever <laughs> mentioned how much I like spaceships? Yeah, a couple times. I think. Yeah, because I really like spaceships. Wait, sh- spaceships? Yeah. Like things that go into space and f- travel around and like to visit go, new places, shoo. go where no man has gone before? Boldly. Have no a less. have a have a made up time metric. Okay. Brian's okay. <laughs> All right. He's, he's gonna be over there. Spaceships. This is such that now the comp, totally a mutt painting. The yeah. mutt painting looks good. Like that is now they actually built for the second one they built a full size yeah. uh Falcon, which they, I'm sure they still had. No, for this the, movie. the funny thing is, I uh, there's a there's a book uh, called uh, Creating the Worlds of Star Wars that was a John Knoll book. It's by Abrams three sixty five. I don't know why they call it that, but um, it's it's just books on making of movies and and stuff like that. So it's a big cool. book full oh, of. What is that puppet thing? It like it's like a puppet of the Emperor or something or with a gun. <laughs> that, I, I've wondered for years it's, what the hell well, that's supposed I, to be. Surely I I didn't see it. The the book is full see, of like Chewie said R yeah. again, but it's full of like behind the scenes pictures from the archives in the case of the uh, original movies, and then John Knoll was the effects supervisor, so it's full, and he had to do you know set surveys and stuff like that to do effects. So he's he's got tons and tons of pictures that he had to take for behind the scenes, and nice. then he just put them in a book. Um, so it's really cool, uh, but they talk about they they did build the full size one for Empire, and they. Built a full size one for this 
for a scene that's not in it, <laughs> and because of the schedule, it wasn't ready in time for that scene just now with the <laughs> matte painting where oh, they wow. could have actually used it. Oh, wow. <laughs> but there was a... After they... Um, after, See, even even when you have all the money in the world, yeah. you could still screw up. After they... Because uh, after they escaped Jabba, they went off to where the Falcon and Luke's X-Wing were, like, parked that's, oh, that's in the right. desert. That's right. Uh, and they were going to get hit by a sandstorm and, and have to kind of struggle there, but they're like, no. why? Why are we doing <laughs> <laughs> Jabba thing has gone on far too long yeah. already. So they, they cut that out. Now, the throne room is badass. How do you get into those little that? control you know? thingies? I think yeah. they film parts of it. There, there are pictures wow. around, so. Yeah. The throne room is a great set. It's a really awesome set. Oh, 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 oh. Those those Tron extras in the background. What are they not doing? So great. Like, are they are these peeps? <laughs> like, watch when they walk away. Like, he just kind of hangs out and look, and they look at him and like, you guys want to go to the bar? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we're done for today. Yeah. And, uh, are, are they like they're like the Jedi equivalent of choir boys or? What? I just always remember that line from Vader Sessions. I don't know what James Earl Jones movie it's from, but where he's like. Let's increase the black representation. <laughs> like, here, 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 let's increase the black representation in this place. Just like walk off in a little troop and then go and have a ska band or something. I don't know. <laughs> something that that brings up, and this is important, we take uh, Chewie for granted. Even more so, we take James Earl Jones for granted. And he does some insane work in this movie. He really, really brings it in this one. And, oh, and yeah. especially at the end, uh, he's he's great. And I, it's it's so weird and easy to forget that James Earl Jones is in these. And he would have been like, 38, 40, 45, like not old James Earl Jones at the time. It's just, he's he's there and he's doing his shit and I think he brings it the most in this one. He's sort of mean and scary in A New Hope and he's sort of weird and seductive in this one but in this one he's really, or Empire, and in this one he's really sad. Like the whole movie he really sounds is. sad. I always, you know, there had been a while since I'd seen this movie and the scene that I completely forgot about um, is the scene where Vader and Luke meet yeah. and before the chat. final confrontation, oh, and, and they the, have a father-son yeah. chat. On, on and it was like, I completely forgot that scene existed. I think, I think that scene is great because it's amazing. Because it's so you know, it's so you talk about unexpected. Yeah. Like you know, I don't, I never expected that would happen. There's yeah. not a fight or anything. They're just like it's, it's like those movies you see with the two, you know, the two enemies who are like, we're going to do this, but not here. And we can respect yeah. each other in yeah. the meantime. It's not time so, yet. Would you like me to buy you a coffee in the meantime? Isn't that in Heat? In Heat. Yeah. How about I buy you a cup of coffee? It's like, yeah, you, we know who we are. You know I can't arrest you until yeah. you do something. So let's uh, have a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, similar or, you know, Princess Bride as yeah. well. They just yeah. have their chat until they're ready. Here's the thing I always wondered about that Death Star. It's under construction, but it's operational. So what's going on? Are there? T- well, is it very cold and everyone's holding their breath? Yeah. Did they, they build fake? They fake just walls? don't have all the bunkhouses. Yeah, and they, snack bars they have. Built. They have some uh, some life support in some areas that are completed. And what spacesuits are they using to work? We never see spacesuits in Star Wars. Well, the uh, they wear what, those breathers. Yeah, the stuff. <laughs> that's that's stuff all that's you need, right? Tie, Wait, no, no, there's a couple fighters. of guys that look like they have Apollo uh, outfits. There's on a couple in, guys in, in the cantina. In, yeah, they're the, whatever. The, they're, yeah. Presum- but I, I was assuming they also have in the cantina skills. scene. That's because they're not air breathers. That they're they're yeah. wherever they're from. They they have to wear spacesuits to go to well, the bar. Well, Tie pilots have to their oh, suits. Yeah, you're right, you're right. They don't have atmosphere in there, which in their it shouldn't explode if that's the case. Yeah. The way it does, but um, and then Vader's original design was actually it wasn't it wasn't yeah. meant to be a, a respirator. It was meant to be he could breathe in space if he needed to. Yeah. Which would have been awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> they, now, an well, idea that, that, they, an idea they banked until they finally uh, for, for Grievous. Grievous yeah. yeah, or yeah. Grievous. And that, well, that comes up in um, Dark Forces or one of the video games where they have this 
like the really badass uh, stormtrooper that is like a shock trooper or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now death the, troopers. In the in, in, in the yeah. very very long list of fan films that have gone back to the redwood forest <laughs> to shoot at, <laughs> yep. Trey had one of them. Yeah. See, that's a joke because no one's ever done that before. Yeah, it's, and Trey did. It's because Trey is absolutely nuts. <laughs> I totally am. How do you but film it, in the Redwood? This is up like by Marin, right? This is well. Up this the, this location this will be from, like their backyard because I, I did a lot of research on this. I'm like, where did they actually shoot that? Because that would like blow my mind if we could go to the same spot. Um, the reason they could do this movie, from what I understand, is that this uh, is an area of Redwood Forest that was due to be logged, and so they were like, yeah, blow trees up. Sure, fine. You know, just don't blow them all up because we're going to turn them into decks and shingles. But uh, <laughs> so this forest no longer exists because uh, it was cleared, and that's aww. why they could use it as a as a location and do whatever they wanted to it. Because these are like four hundred year old trees. Yeah, more than least. that. But uh, you know, we we do actually we'd actually do cut down redwoods in this country. Uh, it's something Christ. that we do. So where did you film? So we filmed uh, we filmed uh, our scene, and we we tried so because I didn't want to spend that money. Uh, we tried so hard to find. You know, we looked at every forest we could shoot at here locally in Los Angeles. And, there's um, no trees like this anyway. And there's just, you know, just everything is just like, it would just look like the backyard, the, the worst fan film cliche in the world. And you go to the Redwoods, and the Redwoods are the real, are the Redwoods. Yeah, it looks great in the movie. <clears throat> and so so I said, well, screw it, then we're just going to go to the Redwoods then. So we went to Henry Cowell State Park uh, is where we shot, because um, they have Redwoods. And it's a state park. Uh, fun fact is state parks, the permits are a lot, are a lot cheaper than national parks, because national parks, you have to deal with the feds, and right. you know what a problem they are. Is Vasquez state or national? I don't know. Hmm. Look it up. I think it's a state. I would bet state because that's, it's that's, so because that's probably why everyone uses it all the time. Yeah. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, we shot in the real redwoods, and it, I did get, I did get, probably the greatest single thrilling moment of making all of Return of Pink Five was when we were setting up a shot, and of course we had these great fan fan people came out with their costumes. So we had a Wookie, we had a three PO. Who has a three PO? We had a full on R two. We had a we had Ewoks up that we made. We had uh, a dozen stormtroopers. Um, we had uh, Rebel uh, uh, Imperial oh, Guards, cool. you know, and they were all there in person in real Redwoods. And I'd line up a shot, and I'm like, I'm looking at a sh- I'm, I'm I'm shooting Star Wars. There's nothing. <laughs> this is not a visual effect shot. They're just they're, There's nothing that's not Star Wars yeah, about this. Everyone's here, and it's a movie that I'm making. <laughs> a couple was, interesting things about of the sequence. One, uh, for the for the wide shots of the guys on speeders, those are actually puppets, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. re- and they're really cool looking puppets. You can see them, I think, on Empire of Dreams, but maybe not there. Yeah, somewhere else. Just little. Additionally, uh, were you going to go into the Fincher thing? Fincher. Oh yeah, I I wasn't, but that's a good point. Uh, what I was going to say is that oh, whoa, look at that whoa, Matt Lyon Matt. over there. Yeah, major um, Matt Lyon on that. What show. I was going to say is for the for the back plates here, um, the these were actually shot on a steady cam by uh, running at one frame per second by the guy who invented the Steadicam. Yeah, yeah. Just walking through the woods. Just walking. And I also, b- before you uh, talk about Fincher, there was a, a website up a long time ago, like right when the prequels first came out. Uh, I don't know if it's still up, called IHateStarWars.com. <laughs> But and it, it but it had some funny you know it had good points about some things and there was, he wrote an essay on this of how it was mathematically impossible for this to happen because the trees are so Whoa. dense and they're moving so fast. The rea- Nobody human tra- reaction time and, is not and that. And human fast. reaction time is so slow that you you the mo- the the quickest person in the world would be able to last like one point six seconds <laughs> before plowing into wow. a tree at this at this rate. And nope, it's nobody like, go to IHateStarWars.com because it's a scary Chinese blog. Oh, okay. oh nice, but um. Yeah, and and of course uh, the the note on this is like fly 
up, go up, fly yeah. above the trees, and you'll be fine. Yeah, these things have a height limit. They yeah. can they can only levitate. What is a ground effect thing? That could be true. That could be. So Except it's not because Luke swoops in. Yeah, he, f- he does. How, he does go high at one point. How yeah. far do you walk in a second? Three feet, something like that. So three times twenty-four would be seventy-five feet, roughly. So seventy-five feet a second. So they're going seventy-five feet a second, and then we can figure out what the miles per hour is if we had a calculator. They're going damn fast. Now the other thing was David Fincher, and he um yeah I can't in- wait to find out how David Fincher fits. He in is this. uh incorrectly attributed to shooting this sequence, and ah. he didn't shoot it. He was a he was a cameraman on this movie. I think he worked on the skiff sequence, maybe. But he, he had was, well, an he idea. Was a special effects cameraman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah at ILM, he, he had a, a an idea. He was like, um, and this is. This might be apocryphal, and I'm trying to remember the story even as it is, so this is tenuous. But what happened was he was talking with a cameraman that was working this unit, and he said, oh, when you do that thing, you're going to use the SETI cam trick, right? And the guy got really nervous about it because that was a protected <laughs> piece of information that that's, this is how they're going to shoot it. And the guy's like, who told you? Who told you that we're going to do it that way? He's like, no, because if you want to... What you do is you just show like Why you know, else would you roll one or it? two frames a second, just walk through the forest, and then when you play it back, it's going to be real fast. And he's like... Who told you that? I'm like, nobody told me that. That's just how you would do it. He's like, okay, never mind. <laughs> so David Fincher had the idea simultaneously for how to shoot this. Later, he would go on to film um, everything. Alien, Alien 3. There's Alien a, 3. A, <laughs> wa- watching, watching that uh, sequence again as well, post uh, Plinkett reviews, um, it's, it's interesting because <laughs> yeah. he talks about, and I think... I think it was in the first one he talks about how they they're pulling out the lightsabers all the time and he doesn't he doesn't do it there until the end but if this were a prequel he would have busted it out the second he got on the back of one of those things and sort of hacked <laughs> yeah. it away. Yeah. Well, and that's and I, you know as as it's been brought it up. It was only when he fell off that he was like, "Well, yeah. that's all I got now." So And this is and this, you know, what this is my by while we're watching uh teddy bear scenes here. Um that's hey, look it's Willow. Um Wicked Work that I, by yeah, Warwick Davis. Yeah, it's Warwick Davis. Um it actually. Um, I love that. That's a reaction. God, stop! <laughs> yeah, like whoa. Yeah, she's like, like, what yeah. the hell? He can't. Yeah. He can't see her very well in that outfit, so he's really jabbing yeah. her pretty hard. <laughs> um, Ewoks are fairly successful. It's just the fact that they have those dime store plastic ball eyes is uh, cheap. It's I don't. I don't like cheap. the teeth. The teeth always weirded me out because yeah. I feel like they should have like dog teeth or something like that. Well, it's it's weird with the the Ewoks because yeah, they they don't have very expressive eyes, but then like their mouths are really weirdly expressive. They got yeah. like tongues and so stuff. Like, stick your tongue like, out through that mask a lot yeah. and that's how you're going to express. But the the thing about why I don't like the prequels not to mention, you know, <laughs> is is that you know, this movie's called Return of the Jedi. At the end of this movie, there's one Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> there's one Jedi. Um, well, technically, at the end of the movie, there's two. Cuz Anakin Skywalker uh, comes back. Yeah. Well, but then, ret- then there's then he there's, returns then there's to being four a Jedi. because yeah, because the, the other two are still there too. But that but, uh, but I don't, Jedi, I don't think I don't think if, don't think Jedi, if, yeah. if a ghost hits you with a ghost saber, I don't think they can hurt you. <laughs> um, anyway, so well, I technically meant his redemption right before he dies, yeah. but it was a joke anyway. So, but the idea is, you know, for all the f- the idea that you kids have that Star Wars is about Jedi, Star Wars is so not about Jedi. Star Wars is only this much about Jedi. There were there's only four Jedi in the entire trilogy, and three of them die, and that's as exactly as many Jedi as I like in my universe because I don't want to hear about their fucking hokey religion. So they only work when you don't know anything about them, like I, Boba Fett. Exactly. When Han Solo doesn't even believe they exist anymore, that's what makes them cool because yeah. they might or might not exist. They're like ninjas. They're, they're just a myth. They can't be real. What are you, an idiot? And then, sure enough, they are real, but they're mysterious, and there's only a few of them, and they're dying out, and that's what makes them cool. And, 
you know, again, the worst. But then they're like traffic cops. Yeah, the prequels. But twenty years ago, they ran the galaxy, and they were you couldn't throw a rock without hitting one of those motherfuckers. And they're you know, and we learn all about their entire society and everything, and it's just like I, of all the things you could have made. <laughs> more Star Wars movies about why they picked those fucking Jedi to make movies about. That's the worst possible choice they could have made. Every other choice you can argue about the prequels, that was the first wrong bad choice, is don't make it about Jedi, because then Jedi aren't interesting anymore. Yeah, but, I mean, you've got to have them in there, because that's what makes yeah, Star Wars... have two or three. Uh, yeah. What, you know, but, yeah. Maybe there's about seven in or, the whole galaxy or, at any one time. Or, or <laughs> there could be an entire organization of them, but like you say, they're ninjas. Yeah. It's the kind of thing yeah, exactly. where they, they, might, meet, they meet in secret. No yeah. one knows if they're there. There or could not. be four Jedi in this room right now when we wouldn't yeah, know it exactly. until it we were dead. Like, we're all Jedi and we yeah. don't realize it. It should be like the Harry Lime thing. Uh, <laughs> or it could, oh, or I, Orson Welles in uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Orson Welles in Third Man. He's like, Harry Lime was the greatest character I ever played because for the first two thirds of the movie, I'm not there, but everybody's talking about how awesome I am. <laughs> yeah. And then I show up and I'm awesome and it's the greatest character yeah. I've ever played. I only have to be awesome for the last reel. Yeah. And in fact, it, it might have almost been a thing because uh, uh, Obi-Wan's in like hiding and stuff like that. What if they were all like that? What if they were all undercover yeah, agents? Exactly. Yeah. And that, you didn't know from, until from, they busted out un, their lightsaber. Un, until they retconned Star Wars for me with three more movies, that's what I thought Jedi uh-huh. were. Is Jedi were these secretive guys who like, they're the fixers of the galaxy, but you don't know they exist or not. They do their work in private and in secret. They're, they're like the men in black of they the are. galaxy. They are. They literally are the men in black. You know, it's like, are they real? You know, I was like, hey, Han Solo's seen the galaxy. He doesn't even think they exist. You know, that totally makes sense. Or it's in the I, chat, Doc Submarine says, "Well, Trey's a Jedi, and he's just pissed that they took away his secrets." Yeah, <laughs> yeah they I always just assume that you know the Jedi are a relatively small organization in a galaxy of quintillions of beings, yeah. so the ratio is pretty high. Yeah, you know, they're, the ratio they're, of people they're there. who have actually yeah. seen them. Except yeah. they had a clubhouse in the capital city of the galaxy, yeah. and they and they would solve every everything down to piddling trade disputes. Apparently, yeah. it was big enough to send a Jedi yeah. to go straighten things out. They they weren't yeah. the Men in Black; they were the Scooby Gang. Exactly, That's what the Jedi. They were, were the Nancy Drew of the yeah. galaxy. They were the United Nations. I mean, it's like you know, everyone knew who they were. Everyone knew where they their office was. You know, it's like that's not a secret society. It's it's like they have a website, you know, <laughs> Jedi.com. <laughs> the, you know. the stars are so blue. It's like there's a weird blue path on the stars, which is funny because... They're moving the thro- towards us. Uh, Whoa. No, they're not. <laughs> we're, we're orbiting a planet, but nice try. <laughs> blue shift. Okay. Um, whatever. The planet just, is hurtling through space, Trey. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> then how come the stars don't look blue to us? Ah, I got you there. Yeah. Oh my god, her well, head came off. Well, some of them do, actually. That's true. But that's because of their composition. In real life, the stars are moving away from us. Everything's moving this away from us. This was a long now. time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Galaxy far, when far galaxies away. is much closer together and R. Oh, he got like four R's in the <laughs> subtitle that time. R. They're really ca- they're really careful about it. If someone's listening, going. He goes. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. like that's like eight R's. That's that, gotta be. Uh, that feels like a six. To yeah, Wookie whisper. <laughs> so Harrison finally woke up this day and decided to kind of act in the scene. He kind he kind of showed up for this scene. It's sort of a bummer too. I mean, it you know it sucks that people have opinions when they're in movies, but I see where he's coming from. I just wish that he had brought it. And it's weird to try to figure out when an actor is and is not phoning it in, uh, especially an actor who is usually 
Harrison Ford doesn't play into this at this point in his career. He does now, but like Morgan Freeman or someone who's stoic or even Sam Jackson sometimes, it's hard to tell when they're involved or not. Um, but when someone is usually so charismatic and Han hasn't really been, it, you feel it. Even if you don't notice you're feeling it, your brain does. <laughs> nah. This scene where it gets, you know, the whole, t- know the whole the, tone kind of takes a turn for the wacky. I want to know the one rope that R2 can cut that makes the entire thing fall apart. He's just that good. Use your jets and set it on fire. <laughs> yeah, set it on fire. Or, you know, or as I Luke, Luke can't reach his lightsaber. That's the problem. But anyway, that, to, to, cap, to talk about your point that you made oh, earlier. Zarben says Ford gets goofy when he's phoning it in. He does. He does. He just falls back on the, on the wacky yep, guy. But, um, hey, it's me. You, you pointed out the idea that uh, you know, Luke doesn't go to the saber first. He goes to the gun yeah. first. And then like, oh, I'll use the saber. Because a saber is no good unless you're fighting some other guy who also <laughs> has a saber. <laughs> because otherwise the saber is a completely useless weapon. It's, it's a, like everyone else has guns. I'm bringing a sword. It's a useless <laughs> weapon, but it'd be a really good tool to have. Especially when it's you're stuck in a net. It's a Swiss army knife. Yeah. yeah. That tool, that's a or badass. Or when you need shelter in the yeah. middle of an ice planet. But the only, yeah, the only time when you want to fight a guy with a sword is when he's a guy with a sword and you're acting out some ancient ritual of the secret society that you both belong. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a completely impractical thing to have. Unless you want to cut a net. Yeah. Or any other girl. There's that gun, that broom handle Mauser. Gotta love it. Uh, so every, no, no you... we heard it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't think we didn't. Every every little person in town working in this scene. All the all the usual suspects. Why do the Ewoks have a golden man god? Like why don't you? <laughs> Well, shouldn't their god... Fair, fair point. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it actually make more sense if Chewbacca was their god? No, I think... No, because Chewbacca no, no. looks just like everything they see. Yeah, they. He, say, he's think, something they don't see. Right. He's just this bizarre, beautiful, shiny Yeah, but we object. create a god in our own image. That's because we're doofuses. Yeah, we, well, we, we couldn't think of anything dude, better than Ewoks, a guy dude, who's bigger well, and more hey, handsome when, than when us. People, when people fell off the wagon of the invisible god, they went straight for the gold one. Yeah, so that's I, true. Yeah, the gold yeah. one is, the, is always your backup god. The um, Well, it's like the... Uh, the gods must be crazy. That great movie where they basically they worship a Coke bottle. Yeah. Um, they must be a gift from the gods because look at it. There's there's only one of these things. This never existed. You know, this were these aborig the guy throws a Coke bottle out of a plane flying over Aboriginal territory and they find this thing and it must be a gift from the gods because no human could make such a, a perfect object. You're right, Trey. No human would stack Coke bottles That's right. that way. Would throw Coke bottles out of planes that way. When you were talking about hating the lightsaber as a weapon. The winner of last year's lightsaber choreography competition is in the chat, and he's like, "I feel no love." Yeah. <laughs> Lightsabers are totally cool, but don't bring a knife to By a gunfight. If don't you do like a laser to, sword to if, a laser fight, if you do yeah. like to fight with swizzle, like swiffer handles in your garage, next year you should join the LCC Nine. <laughs> yeah, have a choreography competition with lightsabers. It's a great time. You should join us. What Got, are you doing? We're not affiliated with that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We're not necessarily. We haven't been hired for the next year. So, yeah, so Han's just getting progressively more wacky here, and it's unfortunate. Also, that's of, pretty nice, the map painting. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice one. That little kid the, had a fun time with yeah, that one. Especially with the, the biggest question of all, which is, did the Ewoks make a dress for Leia? <laughs> or do they have human dresses? Did, did they braid her? Hair? <laughs> yeah, they, they actually. This, these guys. Look at these poor. These poor dwarves are having such a hard time. <laughs> like they can barely move him. Like oh, Harrison, Jesus, we can't even get him off the ground. It's because he's all man, baby. 
That's right. He's a large, I've heard, large man. I've heard jokes about that. It's like, yeah, being frozen in carbonate adds 30 pounds. Because <laughs> he's way, he's no. like heavier in this one than he was in yeah. what, what? It's not It's not quite Morpheus from Matrix 1 to 2 change, but it's it's close. Yeah, Brian, and I'll go around, I guess. I want to hear you characterize people's problems with the Ewoks and why it doesn't really bother you. Uh, well, I think it's because it's a crass and transparent attempt at commercialism. And it, it it's also the... The headline, the the trope name or whatever you want to call it for this massive, supposedly elite army being absolutely worthless against a retarded enemy, which <laughs> is what the Battle of Endor really is at the end. It's teddy bears tossing rocks at what is supposedly a crack unit of Imperial troops. Armored the Imperial troops. The best Imperial unit troops. of Imperial yeah. troops. An, An entire, entire legion. legion. Yeah. And it doesn't bother you. Uh, it doesn't bother me simply because it's a grandfather clause. If I were watching this now, I would probably have a problem with it, but it's totally because right. I saw it And Dorkman and Trey were both in their early 20s when they saw Star Wars, but it didn't bother you guys that much. No, it, it, it did bother me. I cool. thought it was a bit... And actually, what, when it when it uh, jumped the shark for me is uh, when uh, Ewok Bombardier comes flying in on his uh, mm. on his uh, hang glider. Uh, yeah, and uh, he, well, he's not the one blowing the horn, but he's dropping rocks. I mean, yeah. it's like you talk about but, you, know, you talk but, about you talk about par- you know being able to pilot your your uh, speeder through a forest. It's like where did that guy launch his glider from? You know, he's like, <laughs> does he have? And it's the, and the issue that I was the, the problem I have with it. And again, it's 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 enough of an issue that I actually tried to address it in Return of Pink Five is the fact that they have all these killer booby traps set up right in the spot where they need to be, where the Empire happens to be with all of their technology, and they are able to smash you know smash uh, these things with these rolling logs and all that all that kind of stuff. Um, and and you know my my retcon my joking retcon in Return of Pink Five how did the Ewoks manage it all they didn't <laughs> they, they, they could tie some ropes to stuff but it was actually Stacy who arranged all that so and this is and this is where the movie gets I think you know, him trying to blow it out is just like what is this a sitcom Balky gets Balky Balky the Ewoks is kidnapped by the Ewoks yeah <laughs> Balky loses his keys on perfect strangers it doesn't bother you at all Ewokness. Well, again, I, I I grew up with the Ewok movies, yeah. so oh, yeah, they yeah, they yeah. show up, that. and I'm like, oh, it, it does. It feels like a guest episode of a TV show. I was like, yeah, the Ewoks yeah. are here, and you know, I grew up also watching Perfect Strangers and stuff like that. So fucking the you know the uh, just the ten of us family would show up in that show over an episode because they were all you know, and and Golden Girls would show up on Empty Nest and shit. So I'm like, yeah, crossovers, absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, so no, it doesn't bother me. But yeah, looking. The thing is, looking at it now, it's such a divergence. Like, the the movie just... This is one movie after Empire. Yeah, the movie just stalls for, like, 20 yeah. minutes here. Yeah. Especially this scene here. It's just like, you know, none of this is really working. This whole section is just kind of like, wait, what? What's going on? And, you know, so wait, Luke can... If he's on a diving board over the pit of Sarlacc with all of Jabba's minions, that's dangerous. But... He's got some rope and he's tied to a stick by some dwarves. That's now they're in trouble, you know. And we're supposed to be worried about the threat. And and all he can do is, I'm gonna make three PO float, and that's how I. Yeah, he yeah, can't like just untie himself yeah, with the you, force. It's or... like, isn't there something a little flashier that you can do? Really being tied up, that's life or death. And... Expecto Patronum. Yeah, but uh... but it, to an extent, yeah. to an extent, what he does is kind of smart because they're. 
they're worshiping 3PO, so he's like, all right, I'm not going to try and be like, no, no, me. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna run with this yeah. and just make them. Well, it's it's a Jedi behaving the way Trey would like them yeah. to behave. Like, here's yeah. some misdirection. Here's yeah, a little exactly. magic, yeah, yeah. A magic trick and over that, here. Like I said, exactly. it's, it's, it's also not the, him calling and attention. And that's true. Yeah. And that's fair. That's that's actually a fair point. And the, there's the execution of it where clearly they've just, you know, strung poor Anthony Daniels up in a chair on some wires and kind of hung yeah. him over the Ewoks. They put him um, on the camera crane and just kind of hit yeah. the crane. Do you think yeah, Anthony then, Daniels has nightmares about that? Anthony, I think Anthony Daniels has said in an interview the only time he ever freaked out was uh, that scene when he's lying on his back and Salacious e- eating his eye. For whatever reason, and he's he, it, part of it, is, as I recall from the interview, he was feeling a little sick that day. That just he just suddenly like he, he almost never got claustrophobic wearing that outfit. And I would in a heartbeat because that's mm-hmm. not easy to do. Um, well, it would be a little bit of a smugger fit on you. Exactly, exactly. Which is yeah, <laughs> um, and I've had one to play with too, so I can tell you. But uh, the fact that your head is completely encased in metal, I mean, it's like that's yeah. a torture. In other countries, that's a form of torture. Um, <laughs> in Hollywood, it's a career. Uh, but uh, he yeah, said in Hollywood, when, it's very glamorous. You know, I would have felt bad being the puppeteer. Salacious Crumb, the guy who made Anthony Daniels lose it. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, they told me to package your eyeball, and that's what I did. But uh, I actually yeah. I have a friend who uh, <laughs> built himself a. I'm surprised they didn't use that because I bet he was like half in character, just going, yeah, exactly. <laughs> George, 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 <laughs> yeah. George, could you stop because I'm uh, wetting myself? Yeah, and you could, it's 3PO, so you could dub it with whatever the hell you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, let him scream, it makes a swell picture. Um, so. I had a friend who built himself a 3PX costume. Which is from some comic book. Oh boy. It's a 3PO droid modified to be an assassin droid. Oh, so it's nice. It's basically the IG 88 version of 3PO. Nice. I Which makes perfect 3PO sense to me. ever being badass. It actually, that, that, right. sh- that shape. But he's, yeah. He's such a. Well, if you, if you take the. Androgynous, dopey shape. If like, you take IG-88 the paneling looks, off. You don't even know what IG 88 is. I love, I love this. That. <laughs> Yeah. His quick, his quick double takes. Now we, we uh, that's gl- what makes three gl- PO's. We gloss right over it, and we're, we and we don't want to neglect this scene here, which required which the which the entire prequel trilogy completely apparently didn't see. Whoever wrote and directed the prequel trilogy never watched this scene no. because this totally negates half of what happens in the pre the prequel trilogy. But um, one of the things that I liked about it, you know, the the, the Ewoks. Okay, that. The Ewoks themselves, in general, are I'm okay with that scene where sort of the Ewok village is a little dopey to me. But then they follow it up with something that I really liked, and uh, is the is how they become folklore and how and they pay off a tiny bit of you know three PO because three PO in the first movie says I'm an interpreter, I'm not good at telling stories, mm-hmm. and here he gets to tell a story. And you actually, even though he's speaking a language you don't understand, we understand he's telling the story of how they how we came here and this is what happened. And there's a bad guy and a good guy, and he's telling the story of Star Wars, and it's becoming folklore to the Ewoks. And I think that's that I think is a really nice little touch, a nice little moment that uh, you know that uh, these char- and these characters themselves are sort of seeing themselves as mythic heroes you know they're being a story being told about them trey loves ewoks it's a moment of self-awareness in a story that is otherwise completely not self-aware star Star wars is not like meta in any way shape or form and it's you know but it's sort of becoming mythological yeah that they're they're sort of be the mythology is already forming about what they're still in the process of doing but anyway the point i was making here is of course and we've discussed it before is that somehow leia remembers her mother which is your mother yeah well, she died eight <laughs> seconds after you were born. How do you remember her? Because she's a Jedi with yeah, the Force. No, exactly. Bullshit. My favorite yeah. is is the retcon where it's like, oh, because the Force. Of course. Yeah. So she'd remember. A wizard. I mean, a Jedi did <laughs> a it. A Jedi did it. <laughs> I, 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 but, but then it's like, but 
but Luke was born first. <laughs> and uh-huh. so she was alive for a larger percentage of his life. <laughs> and he doesn't remember her. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. My, <laughs> I knew her twice as long as you did. <laughs> My favorite retcon, and it might have actually popped up from what you something you guys heard, was that the retcon is she remembers because her eyes were open in that scene and Luke's eyes were closed. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite. So these are... These How dare you? Yeah. Whoever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever you are, How dare you, get a life. How but dare the, you? The, in addition to the fact that you don't remember shit until you're like... Six months. Yeah. You also oh, like can't... Three years. You can't no, see... No, six months. Six you, months. You, you can... also... Your, your eyes don't really work for months after you're <laughs> yeah. born. You can't see shit. Babies, like infants, see a blurry image and it eventually comes yeah. into focus. Yeah, and I, and you have no you have no really ability ability to to imprint lasting memories until about six months, then you can start to remember things. They're not going to be you know clear because they're yeah. going to be. I don't think you start getting clear ones until oh, three okay. years. Yeah, or so. well, yeah. it's just that, it's just that you know you're just sort of just images really you know, feelings. You know, the, a lot of things that you know will like, basically what it means is the first six months anything goes with an infant because they can't remember. It. <laughs> but after that, maybe you know. No, because you're not a human being yet. I you mean, could have, you, yeah. Have held We're an not, infant. They're yeah. not inside outcast is like, no, I remember my mom's vagina. Yeah. Actually, that's for a totally different reason. I almost though. sold somebody on that uh, at one point. They're like, oh, what was your earliest memory? And I said, I remember the uterus. Yeah. And like, really? No. no. My, yeah, my niece, <laughs> my, my sister had a kid. And my niece, she's like a year and a half old. And it was just just now Christmas, and I debated. I'm like, I'm not getting her anything because she will not remember. <laughs> yeah, it's not Christmas it's, to her. She yeah, doesn't know what she that is. She has no idea. She doesn't know she's alive she's yet. She's only just sort of like, yeah, this year she only, she. It's the, like getting a Christmas they, present for a goldfish. Yeah, they taught her They taught her how to tear things open, so she kind of gets that part then now. Then they give her that. But, exactly. <laughs> so so I was like, next year I'll give her something because you may understand. This year it's paper, honey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Rip. Wee. That's a good idea. Her birthday's in May. I'm just gonna get her just a yeah. roll of paper. Just a roll of paper. And then you get, you know, like two, three years from now, give her the plastic bubbles. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh man, best birthday ever. Could be fantastic. So hold me. <laughs> I'm having a little bit of a withdrawal. I'm having, I'm having a really weird night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I know I've already told Lu- this. Vader is Luke's father and yeah. also mine because Luke's my brother. Yeah, it's, it was a big expositional and I am on thing. So much coke. I am <laughs> so wasted right now. The now here's the scene that I always forget existed. You know, it's like that. You know, just Luke just goes eh? with a, here. With, I am with an ad on Endor, which I didn't notice until late. You know, yeah, there uh, you go. late in my. And this Star is one of the first scenes that it becomes Another very great. evident that that Jej, James Earl Jones is really bringing his A game. He's totally bringing it. This is this is the scene where he gets to really shine with the voice work. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, hey, son. Do you oh. think it's like special detail to get to walk next to Vader? Yeah, yeah, it must be. but it's also risky. <laughs> That's <laughs> Cause, true because yeah. Vader will choke a bitch. <laughs> so. Yeah, Vader gets a hair up his butt about anything. And he's, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, better yeah. hope he turns You're the other down. way. <laughs> so here we are. This is the first time in three movies uh, that uh, actually I was going actually that's not true. I was going to say Empire, in it, the first time they've met, but that's not true. The Empire they had a duel. So this is the, right. This is the that, that was the first time they met. This is the the rematch. Hey, and and I I it's kind of I think it's a nice touch that you know that Luke doesn't get captured. He's like, no, this I gotta just. I'm just gonna walk. bite the bullet. I'm just gonna walk into Dodge <laughs> and go. Hey, what's up? How's it going? 
what else are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, I mean, again, it Luke makes, read the script. It makes a certain kind of sense. It's like, well, he's just going he's going to burn down this planet till he finds me. So, I'm going to spare everyone that. I'm going to yeah, I'm going to put all my friends in the whole planet in danger. Yeah. That's, so, that's an interesting thing. He's like He's like, I know you were Anakin Skywalker, my father. That name has no meaning to me. It's like, well, it does because you said you were my father. So <laughs> yeah. obviously there's some correlation there. Yeah. <laughs> there's still – Obi-Wan didn't cut everything off, did he? Uh, from the movie I saw. I that don't think... scared the shit out of me. Yeah. 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 When I was well, a little kid and, and, and Luke it, just I, walks well, away. Well, look at him away. too. Yeah, he, it scared he's the like, shit out of Hamill. This could be a mistake I have yeah. made. And, turned... and Vader turns on the saber behind his back. It's like, yeah. oh, God. He, he turned his back on Vader basically – like yeah. trusting, try, yeah, 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 bluffing basically, yeah. and he, and he hears the lightsaber. He's like, "Oh, shit! <laughs> that did not. That's not going to plan at all." It is the. I mean, that uh, that is. But then the, it did. That's the thing he's doing. Is yeah. like, you know, I I sense the good in you, and I'm gonna roll the dice right now yeah. that I'm right. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah. There's a cat behind Trey, just sleeping. <laughs> Don't lean back; she will no. kill you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's that's what that was. I thought it was Dorkman who was tickling me before. <laughs> It now, was. I'm, now I'm disappointed. The catch has got there, man. Who are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> what? Oh, Vader! Look at him! Look at that guy! Yeah, and his whole his whole thing is like, oh, I gotta do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would really like it's to my be, job. I'd really <laughs> yeah. like to be good, but I can't because I have because there's a whole life. backstory that yeah, you'll never yeah. know. Let me tell you about your mom. See, she was real pretty and all. Because and... I have a I have a. <laughs> Did pension. you ever see Garden State? Yeah, yeah. she was in that. But then she became a ballet dancer and went gay, and it really freaked me out. So. <laughs> and she got thoroughly coonist. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then she grew feathers. It was weird. It That's was a weird thing. time. That's what I'm going to call it. Like, if you ever want to find out if a girl's bi, just, hey, you like to coonist Portman? <laughs> <laughs> and if they know the reference and say yes, then booyah. Yeah. And then she broke up with Macaulay Culkin. So what does that tell you? Mac. God damn it. <laughs> now, see, here you go. This is a hard role to play. It's like, I'm playing... Anguish and indecision. I'm wearing a fucking trash bucket <laughs> on my head, and I have to play anguish and indecision. That's tricky. Hey, hey, that time his uh, Chewie's subtitle was "You are, 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 are." <laughs> so that, you know that was uh, "You are" the variety. He's in your subtitles, fixing your <laughs> <laughs> internet jokes. I never noticed the shadow on the tree. Good job, people. Yeah, well done. They were just crazy with the visual effects. Yeah, so I guess we're about to have to watch the Battle of Endor, but on Endor, which is the worst part of the Battle of Endor. Well, no, we still have to wait for the Wicket's distraction thing going on first. Yeah, he's got to do that. I the, mean, yeah. that leads into the battle, but I don't consider that the battle. Yeah, so uh, let's talk about the impact of Star Can, Wars, because whatever. Can we talk about how... No, here we oh, go. We get the, oh. the fleet. Here we go. Here's your fleet oh. shot. Here's your fleet shot. Somebody hold Brian down. Here oh. we go. <laughs> oh. I have many ships. It's cool. This is a cool. I want to. I wish I could have seen this shot in the theater because uh, Falcon goes over there and you're like, and it comes all the way right after the camera. Look at this model we made. Look how ornate it is. That must have been cool in a theater to see that. He yeah. is a puppet. He's not a guy in a suit. I yeah. I didn't know that growing up. Chinese vagina face. There he is. <laughs> I love this. If you if you watch this, Akbar says, you know, wait for my wait for my signal to jump into hyperspace. And then Lando says, all right, and then immediately presses the lever. <laughs> That's because Lando's cool. Lando don't take orders from no squid. Another game. We Here we go. All craft. Try to jump into hyperspace on my mark. All right. Stand by. Boom. <laughs> right. Got it. Boom. That was, that was your mark, right? Yeah. What but, you were just saying. Wasn't that it? Uh, let's light this candle. Come on. I think they had like an electronic signal. 
My mark. Beep, 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 beep. Got it. Boom. That's actually the retcon. You can see a little red yeah. light going off yeah. there, but it's still funny. I will shit on your joke right in front <laughs> of you. The retcon is they could have made Akbar say anything. Yeah. <laughs> do, it, do it on my mark. All right. Uh, Lando is my mark. Yeah. Go. <laughs> he did it. So All go. ships follow my dog Lando. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, once they had once they had filmed Akbar, it's not like you can go back and and redub what he says. I mean, I mean, that would be that's not how movie making works. Yeah. Mike. Come well, on, don't you know anything? It would be giving no credit whatsoever to the actor's performance. They didn't have the computers for it yet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's right. Can we talk about how brilliant of a military strategy it is to bring a golden robot on your jungle forest <laughs> conversion? <laughs> yeah. Spray some camo on him. Put one of those drapes on him. Something. Come on. There goes our surprise attack. No, the surprise yeah. attack stopped when you brought the golden robot. <laughs> and, the, and the whistling trash can. <laughs> Good camo, guys. Good thinking. Not to mention, yeah, how's R2 handling those mountain trails? Yeah. Well, with the rockets. Yeah, with the rockets, of course. Oh, and now they're still in our car, the little deadbeats. Well, of course I'm going to stay here. I'm a golden fucking robot. <laughs> yeah, I'm a golden fucking robot. Yeah. Well, they don't use the same. They don't use the uh, the trick that they use in the first movie, which they theoretically could have, which is that droids are droids. You know, it's not like the the you know they're going to recognize. Hey, you're rebel droids. Yeah. Yeah, but there shouldn't be droids here. I guess they would think they were their droids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If the droids Good on point. Endor. Then how where else would they have they, come? They, from? they would go. How did that guy get out? <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> But 3 could just do is, so, so, we were kidnapped by little furry dwarves, and they did terrible things to me, things I will never be able to forget. Now, kindly direct your attention over here, please, and then Hans sneaks up from the other Please wipe my, my memory for me immediately. I wonder if that was supposed to be a reference to when Han did that in the first one. I think, it, I think it was. I always thought it was. Yeah. I, I, like, I like I never way. thought of that. Reverse of, of the, that yeah. That's cool. But uh, I, I bet that Stormtrooper feels like an asshole. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh, bad at uh-huh. this. <laughs> <laughs> I should have taken that bartending job. <laughs> On the Death Star. <laughs> yeah, that would have been so much safer. <laughs> I do love the, uh, I think it's in the first one or the second one, robot chicken sketch, where it's like the interstitial sketch of it's like the janitor, and it's just from every scene <clears throat> in Star Wars. He's like at the bottom oh, of the yes, bottomless yes. shaft, and some, you know, Darth Maul falls in, and like, oh, I can't wait for that transfer to Coruscant. <laughs> <too."> <laughs> and, and then something else happens, and like, oh, I can't wait for that transfer to the Death Star. <laughs> yeah, and then Darth Vader's hand falls in, and the Emperor falls in, like, ah, oh, God. Uh, Adam Bertacci of Two Gentlemen of Lebowski fame if you google Adam Bertacci chopped off hands has a wonderful website called the chopped off hands of Star Wars there's like 50 of them (laughs) people just be chopping off hands yep they be chopping off everybody's hands. Yeah, it's a it's a chopping Works off hand time. universe that they live in. Hide your kids, sure. hide your wife. Because <laughs> <laughs> Vader be chopping everybody's yeah. hands. Yeah. <laughs> count your fingers. Every morning, count your fingers. Just in case someone's been by in the nighttime. Or rather hide uh, Vader's kids and wife, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes he, to Star Wars. He will chop off a hand. <laughs> hey, you want to come over? We're going to make some dinner. No, no. Mm-hmm. I'll come over after you've made dinner. I don't think I need to be there for the actual making part. So he's like 35. 40 at this time uh, I don't know why would they ha- he's good but so are old people like I just yeah. don't understand why they would they cast a 35 year old as a 100 year old is it well, easier to do the makeup on a young that's person that's possible maybe? actually mm-hmm. and and also it, it may be the fact that um, uh, it, it may be the fact that even though they didn't know they were going to do the prequels they may have thought 
might do some more movies. Who knows? I'd, oh, so yeah, probably at this probably point. Gotta, I'd be shocked if they were thinking that far in advance. I, th- I think No, no, I, not 30 years in advance. Yeah, that's the just thing. In the, just in the sense that, like, yeah, five years from now, we might do Luke another is, one. Uh, we don't want a, a guy yeah, it's hacking like, it. It's like, hey, we... you know, Alec, Alec Guinness is barely making it to this movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it's like, all right, we'll start with a young guy. And, all right. Well, it was, it was about this time that Lucas was making his noise about this next trilogy. Right, Yeah, but they killed the Emperor at the end of this one, so it's not like they needed him to be around. They could have figured it out. We're getting into the the They killed Obi-Wan, too. That didn't stop him from being the next two movies. We're getting into the part of the movie where there's famously this disgusting black slug on the Emperor's face in some shots. That's later, isn't it? I thought that was later. There was was one a second ago. It's when he's back in the chair. I love that retort. That's a great one. Your faith in your friends is yours. Oh, the comma. Oh, I thought he was talking to the Emperor. It's pointless to resist my son. (laughs) Or my charm. And I guess this is why My the second Death Star never felt like a cheat to me because it's just a setup as a trap. If the plot it's a were, hell of a trap, it is. It's a great trap. It's a hell of a trap. But it, because it's not simply like the Emperor going, "Oh, let's just do it again." What, what are the odds that it'll, it'll all happen again? Yeah. It's because it's part of this. He motion. wants them to come and in. And he's intri- yeah. like, "Hey, you remember that time you guys did the thing with the de- blowing up the Death Star? That was good. You should try that again." <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's that's what he's trying to do, which is smart. It's it's interesting because I it seems like just just there again, just the ability to kind of play. You know who we take for granted is David Prowse pulling off Vader, especially yeah. in these these later scenes, because um, there's a bit. He's talking to to Luke, and he's like, "Oh no, it's a trap for your friends." And Vader gives this little look, like, "What?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. hey, he didn't even know that. <laughs> well, that's the that's you know that's again where editing comes into play because Prowse Prowse was never you know, a perfectly nice guy, not an actor for much, uh, just a very tall person, and. You know, you get a, you get a single, and, and I know because I did the same thing in Return of Ping Five, where you get a guy in a Vader costume and you go, look a little to your left, look to the right, look up at me, look to the right. What? What's huh? And then you treat it like a Molotov it's thing. A, it's it's like act, it's if you you can do it like you're acting with an animal, where you just have a piece of meat off camera and you go, who's your good boy? And then editorially, editorially, and you totally can see it in in this movie, especially when when Luke is getting the shocker from the Emperor. It's like just how many times do they go to Vader? Yeah. It's wedge. You know, and there's not. There's not really much of a performance there. It's just a guy with a bucket on his head turning left and right. right. But editorially, in context, and David Mamet would be very excited about this, is what makes it you impress an emotion on it. I never noticed that Akbar says, may the force be with us. Yeah. They, were, they, were, they, were, they were already trying to, to dissolve your thing, It's Trey. something you say. Here, it, I think that was the you guys over there come here section. One of my, one of my. Favorite... I, see again. What I figured, I figured it's an archaic saying, like we say, "God bless you," so demons yeah. don't get in your body when you sneeze. Oh, I was, right. I was saying, "Me nub." I think that line right there was the line where he's actually saying, "You guys over there, come here." Right. <laughs> nice. One of my, one of my favorite jokes is to uh, add. An, Everybody. <coughs> oh, oh shit! Yeah, here, so we go. Good. here we go. Here we go. Here we here go. Here we go. Everybody, just like strapped. It's in. a trap. That's yes, the scene. Uh, one of my favorite you jokes. You can't repel flavor of that magnitude. Is to add Here's a nice the cold, cold that, There's the one where, where there's some mistakes in the, in these, that one too. In those two you shots. You see the yeah. mat yeah. going through the fault. The well, mat doesn't see, work. You see a couple of them even pop into existence yeah. as yeah. they yeah. catch The element doesn't, uh, doesn't start right away. Yeah. You know. 
And it's one of those things where it's like, sorry, there's only 500 layers in that optical. Yeah, it would only take us a week to do it again. So, you know, what's what's going to happen? Someone's going to buy this on some kind of video device and somehow watch it frame by frame someday. I mean, that. <laughs> shut up, Jerry. <laughs> shut up, Jerry. We got a movie to make. One of my favorite things to do is to add a nice cold Colt 45 to the end of any one of Lando's lines during this battle. <laughs> of course. It's hilarious. Why Why is that a thing, Brian, for the kids at home? Because, because uh, he's after, a swell malt liquor they, picker. Um, again, Just go to YouTube, look up Ice Cold Colt, or Colt 45, Billy D. Williams. Because that was his thing. He was yeah. the pitchman for Colt 45. And malt, I, malt I've liquor. And I've heard to this day that he'll sign time. whatever Star Wars stuff you want if you meet Billy D. Williams in person, but he will not sign <laughs> any Colt 45 stuff. Nice. <laughs> now, uh, because you he tried, has didn't you? No, I've just heard. Plinkett brought up a, a, in his episode three review about this uh, last bit. Um, it's it, This is a little bit on the weak side in the sense that he doesn't actually have anything to tempt Luke with. In terms of the with. Emperor's motivation. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, in terms of Luke's motivation, as opposed to... Emperor's trying to get Luke to do something, yeah. but he has, no, he has nothing yeah, to play as with. Opposed to, yeah, as opposed to in the prequels, he, he gives credit. He's like, all right, it's dumb, but Anakin at least has a motivation right. to go after what Palpatine is offering him. Whereas Luke, like, the Emperor isn't really offering him anything other than holding his friends hostage, essentially. Right. So so it's not quite the same. And, and I, I think and, he's... I think he's hoping that you know the 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 metaphysical nature of the dark side and stuff if he can get him angry enough to try to kill him then then he's already yeah how do we not notice that before right if he can make him mad enough to try to kill him that's doing the job he's like you're already on the dark side so you know i I defeated you and now you can follow i think the idea is that luke because of his incomplete training and because of what we've set up in empire and because in this movie he shows up when we first see him dressed all in black, and he, we've got that kind of and he chokes the guards too. And he chokes which the guards. Is, yeah, he's, significantly. He's, he's obviously gotten better at this Jedi business. But that he's already just on his own because he's he's rushed the job because he's not as disciplined as somebody who would have gone through the full training. That he's already kind of halfway there just through virtue of not having the the full right. training. Right. And I think maybe which the again, Emperor, wait, I think maybe the Empire the Emperor is counting on that. Yeah, which could have which would have been nice to, you know, it's actually it seems like rhyme in a poem or you know, in the prequels to show well, the same thing happened with yeah, fucking yeah. Anakin it would be, but he failed. In a different stand- It totally yeah. it totally worked for me at the time. I mean, I totally understood rhyme. the motivation. I mean, the whole idea of the light side and the dark side. I mean, that again with all the material it seems like there's some this new sort of that you can be dark side and that doesn't necessarily make you evil in some strange way. I don't, you know, the, I, again, I don't read those crappy books, but the, <laughs> you know, I get this impression that dark side doesn't necessarily mean bad even anymore. Well, the but, books uh, are about trying to give a more a moral, a moral three dimension, you know, a moral gray area. Like well, the real world. Well, so welcome to Star black, Wars, which so is a Western where literally the black hat, the guy in the black hat is the bad guy. Yeah. Well, the, um, the, where there's the, no moral ambiguity. I mean, you know, Darth Vader, Darth Vader walks in, he's wearing a big black cape. Ten seconds after he's introduced in the movie, he's choking a guy yeah. Yeah. to death. He's a bad guy. Um, and that's because he represents the dark side of the Force. That's why they called it that. Expanding so, expanding the mythology in the books and stuff, expanding the mythology, there's a, uh, there's a comic book, a graphic novel series called Dark Empire where Luke 
Luke does there's a clone of the Empire and he does basically yeah. give in to the dark side and becomes the Emperor's oh, yeah. Darth Vader. That's kind for of, a, that's fun as an alternate yeah, history. Yeah, for a thing. time. Anyway, well, well it's, a, it's a later history, but then after that, he comes back from it to the good side and then he's basically a Jedi Master. And I like the idea that to call yourself a Jedi Master, you have to have experienced the dark side and rejected it. Yeah. And that makes it interesting to me with all those Masters in the Jedi Council be like, what did they do <laughs> <laughs> before they yeah. came back? It must have been so bad. And what I was getting at is at the time when there wasn't when the whole idea was you don't know what Jedi are what they do it was very easy and very clear there was no like wait what's going on with the Emperor it's like it had been very clear from the first movie that if you let yourself be be drawn by the more powerful in, in many ways darker side of the force it will have you and you're done and the whole conversation he had with, with Vader before that was about I the dark side has me that's it it's over if the dark side gets you you're dead and you're going to be the emperor's well, it's like tool being a vampire or exactly something. so the idea yeah, okay. you know, this okay. like it's like it's again this until Lucas got all old and started eating oatmeal every morning. It was a black and white universe, Star Wars. There's the bad guys and there's the good guys. And if you're a good guy, you can't become a bad guy because then you'll stay a bad guy. So the whole idea of, you know, the Emperor saying, right, you want to kill me, don't you? You want to take a big swing at me, don't you? You want to you you make me your bitch right now, don't you? I mean, it totally worked for me because that's all you needed to know about what it got was. It. Look at this. I can't wow. imagine being able to see this in the theater in. the right way. It's pretty sexy. <laughs> it's pretty sexy stuff. Everything works. That would be a and thing. The, and by the way, you know, I don't want to. Oh. It's just because you know Trey made it and I worked on it. I you know the 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 spaceship sequence in Return of the uh, Pink Five is no slouch. No, there's some good shit and it's, going on. It's pretty sad. And it, that look, and it, it resembles. Thir- this. Yeah. Well, we tried to obviously you know keep the vibe of it. Um, th- somewhere in this sequence right here, I think is the tennis shoe. Is Ken Ralston's tennis shoe. Um, where somewhere here there's a thing that goes whoosh written by it's the famous tennis shoe where where Ken Ralston literally took his sneaker and stuck some lights like, on it yeah. and flew it by the camera like the potato in Empire. yeah exactly um, I think I, not it, the potato it's not in like it's Attack clearly a tennis shoe I fi- I finally saw a thing was like I, I kind of suspected was the tennis shoe but other he people has may. a name Teague it's Dexter Jetster no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and an action figure and a book line of his own and, I was setting myself up for a Hayden Christensen joke but that works too yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. What I was watching the space battle. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The um, yeah, if you think about it, it, doesn't have anything going on because all the emperor in the world wants is to get Luke on his side because he's so powerful and he's the only Jedi and so on and so forth. And he constructed. There's your slug. And yeah, he's, the he slug. constructed this whole I plan. See- I think this. Mo- I think I- we're seeing it on such a contrasty screen that right. the slugs aren't showing up because it's those close-ups where they show up. You know, it's, recycle it's, shots from the first movie. His whole design and everything. He put together this plan to get Luke. Including You'd think that, that he would have put together a plan to get Luke with some incentive. Like it's weird that he would assemble this whole thing. And not have a, a a chip to play. Yeah. Well, like, well, like he was saying, he would just say like, "I'll call up the attack. I won't kill all your friends yeah. or something." And and know? really, the well, but like you were saying, it's true. Now that I, I it's it's hard to wipe the prequels. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can try, a, but you have to try. Yeah. Exactly. Don't, don't give in. Exactly. <laughs> I need the, it's like it's like those ads with it's like those ads with the Charmin bears. Yeah. There's the, some stickers sometimes. Prequel, you got to wipe really hard. Yeah. Um, but the prequels more prevalent. Yes. More more yeah, widely exactly. advertised. Yes. But still. But you're but you're they right. Can be resisted. It is it is totally just a thing where it, the whole the temptation is go on. Cut my face. Come on. Yeah. Go right ahead. You, know you, you want to take a big swing at me, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that's why that's why when yeah. he when Luke finally does and he can't he, Vader stops him. Yeah. The emperor thinks it's the greatest thing yeah. ever because he's like, Winner. I just won. I won. <laughs> I won. You don't know it yet, but I just won. Yeah. yeah. And it, again, it's it's you know the dynamic is is there and it works. Wait, that's why he tried. That's why he had Hayden kill Dooku. 
wanted to see if I could get him to. In a, in don't. Sith, stop! Don't. There's a no, Probably, but there's pluralism but, there. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like stanzas are supposed to rhyme. <laughs> yeah, I said stop wasting my time. Yeah. Stop it. And it's and and it works because the the you know or worked at the time. Again, if you have to, you have to kind of scrape off all that marzipan that's been added to it since but you know when you actually get back to the cookie that this used to be um you know it's <laughs> what a hell of an analogy <laughs> exactly it's i like, want cookies now yeah, exactly. oh yeah. and the dead ewok. yeah dead ewok hey, you guys pa- have seen the facebook thing where it's, it's two stormtroopers talking to each other on their walls like a wall-to-wall <laughs> and it's like i had to kill an ewok today oh, oh was he adorable to me too. was he adorable that was the saddest thing i ever saw yeah his little buddy came over yeah, really, it was really sad darth vader <laughs> likes this um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what, what I was saying uh, was before the cookie marzipan thing threw you guys all off. Uh, what was I? What the hell was I? Kill, saying? I, I talked. Oh, about the idea killing. that the, the emperor's blind side is that uh, is that he doesn't see that Vader's turning. You know, yeah. and that's how Luke wins because Luke does give in and is going to fall. But he got Vader. Before but he's he left. gotten Vader to turn, and and that's how he gets saved. You know, it's a it's a very simple little dynamic that doesn't need a the fucking Jedi black- temple with ships flying around and a whole bunch of Jedi mythology that we don't care about. The only other black guy in the Star Wars universe just bought yeah, it. Gotta die. And the only Asian person yeah. in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> hey, Asian. Hey, Asian. Oh, uh huh. Are we counting him? <laughs> we counting me? says he's Hispanic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just because he has a vagina face. He's actually Kenyan if, uh, for the voice or whatever that language is. No, you can see the slug on the left. Yeah, we can, I think if the contrast was a little different on our. And screen. they did that to add shadow to it. Maybe there was like a busty piece. I, you of know makeup. what? I, actually, you know what I think it was. I my guess, and I'm 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 I'd put money on it, is that he's got an eye light, and I bet the little eye lights are lighting up the sides of his hood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you you're probably seeing these little hot the little lights. Yeah, the I was, kind of I, was yeah. There, I was looking at that right there, and I was like, "How did they not get that to?" But they because they painted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So clearly, he's got an eye light, and it was just catching his hood. That's that's my guess. Actually, what you see, so you have your contrast turned down, and the slugs aren't that big a problem. <laughs> it works. Now, I I will <laughs> say it's it's actually interesting to me that, um, you know, and, and again, I, I we've talked about it before the the idea of you know. Um, it's the devil who actually tells the truth. Oh, look how good those look. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, because he's totally like it's weird because he's being manipulative, but at the same time he's, he's not, not doing like, this point of view bullshit. Yeah, he's not telling like stories out of school or whatever. He's like, look, pick up your sword and yeah. try and cut my face, and <laughs> I win. Yeah, do it, and then and then he and does. Like yeah. he manages to talk him into doing. Yeah, it. and it's and the emperor the emperor's point of view is like if. If I'm the most powerful, then I'll walk out of here alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Vader is more powerful, then you'll die. And if you're more powerful than Vader, then <laughs> then, then, then you'll then you'll let's live. see what happens. Yeah, yeah. whoever isn't, wins. Isn't this <laughs> awesome? This will be exciting. I, I totally, it's so nice when it's just the three of us. Like yeah. I totally get the feeling that em- whoever the Emperor, loses, I win. Yeah, I totally get the feeling that the Emperor knows that Vader is scheming with Luke to say, hey, you and me can rule the galaxy as father and son. Mm-hmm. He doesn't expect Vader to turn, but he, he knows that Vader is trying to, to turn Luke to the dark right. side to, over to the Emperor. And I, I, get, I always got the feeling in my head, it was always that the Emperor was totally cool with that. He's like, yeah. listen, I'm, if I'm the most powerful... Yeah, that's how we do things around yeah, here. Exactly. Then we'll get rid of Vader and you'll cho- whatever yeah. happens. Or Take, I'll, go, I'll go and then yeah. it'll be you two. Take that's your cool swing. Too. Take yeah. your swing. If you want to you you drive the bus, come here. Yeah, <laughs> Come yeah, grab exactly. the wheel. You want you want to try it, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but if you lose, I'm not going <laughs> to spare you. Yeah. I, already, I made your dad my bitch 30 years ago. <laughs> I'm not worried about him. Oh, you can see the little smoke generator at the bottom there. <laughs> nice. 
Nice. That's I suppose that's probably true about the Emperor Invader. If he was going to do it, he'd have done it yeah, by now. He's had 30 years <laughs> to make his move. He ain't doing nothing. <laughs> he is my boy. Yeah. He's my but dog. But you, you could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's some, uh, the, we should, again, Phil Tippett, some awful dandy stop motion animation going on with these uh, ATSDs. Really, really something. It's like tetherball. Yeah, that one always. Oh. That was like, dude, yeah. where he's flying and then there's the thing between two trees and he just clotheslines himself. <laughs> Glank. That sucks. Yeah. So the fact the fact that his head does doesn't come clean off. I that's know. the problem. Now here's like, boy, isn't it lucky that he was walking right through there and we had these things lined up right well, there? Presumably there are. They paths. probably they probably baited him over. <laughs> you think they've got like two logs in every path? <laughs> no, they just baited him over. To now that this one. this is the most amazing piece of stop motion animation. It is. This is yeah. really this incredible. is like you know with it like the knees going out and stuff. Yeah, and especially right? the way it hangs for that one. And it's uh, matching the backplate. The logs were in the backplate. Yeah, exactly. That's what's cool about it. And I don't know if Phil himself I mean, it was either Phil or John Berg or, uh, the, or there was a third guy who was also one of the one of the main stop motion guys. But um, I like to think there was Phil. I don't know if he actually did the animation on that particular shot, but. <laughs> Rubio was my favorite character in the in the originals when I first like properly watched them. I'm like, I love him. <laughs> he, he's he's funny. And I heard, I, oh, I, I guess, well, I guess, I guess, yeah, you could speak to this Trey, but people talked about with relationship to Jar Jar. They talked about, well, they thought three PO was annoying at first too, and then they it grew on them. I'm like, I never thought no, he was no. annoying. <laughs> three PO was, awesome. was awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> three was awesome from the get go. Do you think, honestly? That George Lucas has ever been out and about, and someone's come up and like confronted him physically. Someone just walked up and slapped him. The only time I've ever seen him in public, he had a very, very large man, <laughs> making sure that didn't happen. That's Marsha. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no Marsha's been gone for thirty. <laughs> no, years. that guy is there because of Marsha. Yeah. Partly. No, I just anticipate, especially after Pat Oswalt's whole thing, is like, I need some security. Like. That's funny. He's he's over there. And and Luke's got wait. What am I doing over here? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying what? to kill you. Look you're how... behind. Me. You're undefended right now. <laughs> you're right. His his green lightsaber in that last shot was fat. Yeah, yeah that was. A, he's got a he's got a big lightsaber. That's because he's so oh. And in these in these shots, we can see a, that the lightsaber does indeed cast shadows on the floor. So just oh yeah, there's a chill. shot at the end. Yeah, the end duel where it's like a high angle looking down. It's com- yeah. so obvious. <laughs> And it's just sad to me when I see people on the internet trying to justify that. It's like, the answer is because Star Wars isn't real. It's a movie. <laughs> Star Wars is a movie. They couldn't have done it back then, and they're not going to do it now because yeah. shut up. <laughs> that guy who signs autographs at the conventions, that's actually him. That's... Shut, up, shut up, Trey. It's all real. <laughs> yeah. It's all real. Yeah. See, they're just two guys hitting sticks together is what it is. And sticks cast shadows because it's the real world this works better with sound <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird way to hold up saber yeah that is. it's very phallic and then yeah well it's the whipping oh, up part yeah that i kind of like oh <laughs> lord vader <laughs> yeah. let's talk about your sister no not where you're holding your saber. that's like that's that. weird it me out. it's getting that, really that's weird already now. weird territory and it's not yeah. gonna get any better it's already too weird for me here we go. Yeah, the Emperor's like, yeah, this is getting awesome. This is so good. It has been so long since I saw something like this. Yeah, this is like, this wow. Is so great. I just forgot how much fun this is. I sit in my office and <laughs> sign papers and shit. Yeah. You just be sitting there like eating pistachios happily. Yeah. Oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. That can't be a comfortable I love, helmet to wear. That toilet seat helmet. So much. So much. This is my favorite thing <laughs> in the world. Go. 
Here we go. We're about to do the dive in the into the tube, aren't we? Come on, oh, that's right. We haven't dropped. We haven't no, lost no, yeah. the. We haven't lost the shield yet. Yeah. So, that's how I was. I was again. I, I love that Billy D. Williams refused to accept that he was Han. He calls him Han, and that's just Han. what he calls him. <laughs> he's he's seen the other movie. Yeah. He's heard people talking yeah. about it, but goddamn it, for years. we're calling him Han. Yeah, but by gosh, he's Ham. <laughs> Come on, Han, old buddy. Han. It's like they shot. Oh no! Oh no! Teddy bears. Teddy Our bears, one weakness. Teddy bears. <laughs> the mortal enemy of stormtroopers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we could shoot all of them <laughs> yeah. before the rocks hit. Yep. Brian, and earlier, then after the rocks hit, and as then well, continue. Because there's yeah. rocks that are this big. Yeah, exactly. Earlier Ow. in the chat, Brian, someone asked a question that I'm going to throw to you. All right. What's stormtrooper armor for? Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. So, so that you don't need to hire as lot as many extras. <laughs> yeah. So you can do what they did in old, exactly what they did in old westerns, where they had three guys that yeah. they used over and over again. Just put on put on a different set of Indian braids and fall off another horse. Yes, yeah. uh, how that works. Now here we go. We're about to hit the hit that scene. Where the bi- here's the temptation scene. Yeah. yeah. That, that well, the temptation ironically is I get well I guess it's not ironic because I was going to say it's ironic because it's to save people that you're falling to the dark side but I guess he tried to do that again in the prequels too yeah. and didn't, it just didn't work as well as and, well. I, and that's I, that is ironic but it's not different from the prequels <laughs> I should say that <laughs> yeah. now of course we, we did our own comedic retcon in this sequence in Return of Big Five I'm fairly proud of <laughs> that that we sort of took the took the mickey on this one and uh, kind of made it a little silly what's the joke? The joke is that uh, Vader, and according to Return of Pink Five, Vader isn't determining this to the Force. Stacy told him all this, and he's just pretending he's figuring it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. The score, John Williams. Yeah, buddy. here we go. Now, yeah. this is the scene we were talking about earlier. It's like, you know, it's, it's, we're about to swing into the, the, the side, the, the tracking shot, the sideways tracking yeah. shot, where the music goes bananas. And here here we go. Look and at the glows. Look at that. Yeah. Ridiculous, and the, and the, but someone's we're being moved. Between and look at the, and this. Look at they went through grief. a freaking grid floor. Yeah. They then that's hand rotoscope. You, yeah. you can see the sticks and the shadows there. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that ruins the movie for me. And why he is so wh- pissed? Why don't the sabers go through the railings there? Like Except that? right there, he hadn't <laughs> because hit he hadn't hit the railing yet. Yeah. I well, guess. no, because he hits it twice. In it, the... It's. Because it, it, it wasn't dramatic. Because it, yeah. it wasn't time for him to. Um, yeah. It, he's he's things, just a he's just an actor swinging a stick. It's like sometimes he hits the railing. Yeah. You know? Things do present some resistance. Oh to wait, lightsabers. we have to rethink Re- the whole landing. Retcon. Retcon. Yeah. <laughs> Hamill hit the cat hit the catwalk. Oh, hold on. That's a we got to figure this out. Unless the door in episode one was made of cortosis, that means that other materials do present prevent some present resistance. If the door was made of cortosis, it wouldn't have worked at all. Yeah. Why? Because it would have. Oh, you're right. You, so you, you could yeah, exactly, it. exactly. So some materials just resist sabers for a little. Okay, while. here. Uh, we want to talk about sabers. You can look it. at the rotoscoping. You can see it like going through, like like the the rounded end of the the bottom end of the saber. You can see going kind of over the top of the back of the saber when it like should be basically like basically spilling over. Yeah, yeah, way. yeah. ILM is fired. <laughs> They're never going yeah. anywhere. Just, that's why ILM went out of business. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they were hacks, man. I hope someone lost their job because of that. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Worst episode ever. So, so this is nice. Right? You know, this is again. And again. The you be- can see the, the plate the, glass the, reflection. The, right there. the beauty of it, you know, is 
is just like, wow, how how how's Luke's gonna get out of this one? <laughs> you know, when when the Emperor's just shocking him to death, it's like, well, I guess I guess yeah. you know, and watching the movie, it's kinda like, I guess this is gonna be a movie about Luke dying. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. he's gonna he's gonna And you watch it and you're like, like gonna blow up the Death Star, but Luke is not gonna make it out of this movie. I had two thoughts at once just now. And I have to get them fast because oh I'll forget the other one. One, okay, Han runs out of the thingy, takes about 15 steps, hides behind a bush, cut to <laughs> and the whole, biggest explosion the, of all the time. The whole yeah. world explodes. But the thing to bear in mind is that's the, I got it. that's the distant entrance to that station. That's ah, why they yeah. didn't attack the station directly. So right. that long tunnel that okay. they run down, that gets them under the station. Anyway, carry Second on. thought. Second uh, it had never occurred to me before. Uh, Jedi is plural in the title. That's right. And Re- the, retu- the return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Not return of Luke. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's never not, yeah, it's not return of the Savior, the Messiah. Yeah. It's return well, of, yeah, it's, uh, it's return the, of the, the order. The good guys. Return yeah. of the order. Return of the order. Now, of the good this guys. is always this has always been interesting to me before we even, you know, started doing this or talking about magic beans or anything. It it was just an it was just an interesting thing to me. It never bothered me, but that that's kind of why I thought about it. I I've always been like, it's interesting that I just accept that he does lightning. Yeah, he's like it's so just, bad. He's a bad wizard, well, and I'm like, he does lightning, and no one's ever done it. But that doesn't. Bo- I'm like, sure, that makes sense. Well, and that yeah, again, you're know, watching the movie. It's like, oh yeah, that's that's why he's the freaking emperor because yeah. he's got extra Jedi goodness. Yeah, he can do that, and God knows what else <laughs> yeah, he can. Who knows do. what else he can do? Um, as someone, as someone, I, I forget where I get this quote. I can't attribute it correctly, but it's like, see if Luke could spend a little bit more time with Obi Wan as the uh, third movie, the second uh, second movie yeah. teaches. You know, he a lightsaber to... actually absorbs force. Yeah, lightning. yeah. <laughs> you just suck it right up with your saber. If you knew that, that would have been really handy right yeah. now. Probably should have told him that. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. That's right. I'm. Oh, I meant to. Darn it! I meant to tell Luke. This is, by the way, the a- animation. You know, hand animated lightning. Yeah. Really good stuff. I think it's. There was like a guy who I don't know his name, but there was like the lightning guy. Well, the who would do, John Van Vliet was one and, of them. I don't know if he did um, these, but he was one and of Dragon of Slayer. Yeah. That was big. Lightning big is lightning a. Sequence. It's a difficult thing to do right. Yeah. The way yeah. it moves is very specific. And here we go. Like the, oh, I didn't see this coming. And the weird thing is, is back in the day, we didn't see this coming. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, my God, the bad guy, the guy who couldn't be anything but a bad guy, is the, right. it turns around. You know, oh, my God. You know, it was a surprise. Yeah. he He's the one who saves the day, but by the same, you know, it's an interesting way of structuring it because Luke, as the hero, is supposed to save the day. And he doesn't. But the fact that he got Vader to do that is, is how he saves the day. Yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of it's you know it's akin to like I love, I love that labored breathing because before <laughs> Vader yeah, was before fine he was doing fine <laughs> yeah now he's like not working that well but yeah I mean it's it's you know it's so shocking it's like Satan going oh all right <laughs> I'll help you <laughs> out. okay fine yeah. now one of the things that, that talk is about so badass so yeah here we go awesome. this is where they just get insane I'm going in yeah. Ugh. Wedge is badass. Now this zing. Brian said that when he lost his virginity. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm going in. No, I thought yeah. you meant Wedge is so badass. Yeah, when he lost his virginity, <laughs> Wedge is so badass. Yeah, Wedge is yeah, awesome. That's, yeah. that's now the scary part. the strongest power source. It should be an ice cold Colt 45. Now, that's the best one. Now this is this. Uh, you know, you don't even think about it because you know you star tours and stuff like yeah, that. But this, this is, is literally this is as practical. they were doing it. Yeah, it's practical. As they were doing it, they're they're you know running a, a camera down a miniature on like a, a track and as they did it they had to just as it went over the top of the camera they had to remove the roof so that yeah. it could keep moving wow. through it and it's so this guy seamless. this pilot right here is the most confused starfighter pilot of all time <laughs> see if you can get a few of them to follow you back to the surface uh copy gold uh <laughs> leader what uh, no that's just how pilots are dude <laughs> yeah. 
flying at an altitude of uh, 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 seventy. If you look to the left, what? Uh, our flight time. I've to flown Dallas. over the Grand Canyon three times, and the pilot has never acknowledged it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he didn't know what it was. <laughs> that would be amazing. The pilot comes on. Uh, this is your pilot. I think oh, they heard the breaking. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not, if you look out the right side of your your windows, there, um, I, I, I believe that the end is nigh. The Earth appears to be cracking in twain. I don't want to alarm anyone, but uh, <laughs> I'm not sure we're going to land. I'm, gonna, I'm not sure that Atlanta will be there when we get there. I'm gonna swing around and get a closer look at that. Whatever it is. I think we this crack goes all the way to the horizon. It might beat us there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Anyone ever read that Stephen King story, uh, The Langoliers? It kind of deals with the same joke, kind of but scenario. I know some pilots. <laughs> this is Captain yeah. Speak. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck is that? Oh, wait. Here's a question. So the Emperor's throne room is at the very top of a very tall tower at the very top of the Death Star. No, correct. And the hangar bay... Is that the equator? <laughs> yeah, that's a hell so, of an elevator. So Luke has dragged <laughs> Vader. No, from, they, they take the, that elevator, that fancy with the red lights. And that's what that elevator is. Yeah, he pro- they probably took it took did take an express <laughs> yes. little thing. To but get you're it. saying he, he also not only I see yeah. what you're saying not only did he go down to the equator, but he's gone out to the equator yeah. as well. And and everyone's everyone's running around around <laughs> yeah. him, and he's okay. I, I no I, one knows that the emperor is dead yet, probably. And she, so you just so they just see this guy dragging yeah. Vader <laughs> by his foot. <laughs> you think there'd be questions? <laughs> and everyone's just running around like, "All right." <laughs> I, I get that. At this point, you probably know the Death Star is not long for this world, so yeah. you're more worried about getting off yourself. Right. But you think some guy would be like, "Whoa, yeah." Should I, should I do something about like, that? Yeah. Like, did the modern equivalent is like, isn't that the president he's dragging <laughs> by his feet? Shouldn't we go ask some questions? <laughs> that's awesome it's, it's a question of like if, if you're one of those random guys it's a question I'm pretty of, sure that's Bill Gates's body he's dragging <laughs> out of the building <laughs> it's a question of how much shit do you really think has hit the fan at that moment because yeah. that's the question you ask yourself before you decide whether you're going to stop and try to work at this yeah. situation yeah. or not you're like I don't know what the fuck is going on yeah. but I got problems of my own <laughs> yeah. and now, now so, by I the got way, 99 problems a bitch ain't one <laughs> yeah. a Vader ain't one man if you're if you're watching the correct version of the movie uh, Vader's got eyebrows yeah um, although, although bushy to, ones. to be fair, with with Vader being the guy he is, just choking bitches left and right, <laughs> anyone dr- running by would be like, "Good for him! Good for him!" He <laughs> <laughs> got that guy, and he's dragging his body around yeah. like fucking Hector of Troy. Yeah. Go for it! I never liked that guy. Choked <laughs> my buddy the other day in the uh, in the chat room. <laughs> he's Zarb- a bad Zarb- manager. <laughs> Zarvan brings up, "Why not use Jej's voice here?" Uh, and and if I get a British guy, James, James Earl Jones. Jones. Oh. I figured that was the suit. The suit, the suit yeah. was That's what the, I always figure is the, the voice. voice. Is, uh, so you take it off and it's the guy. Yeah. The guy's voice. But he's, you know, he's, 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 he's so unreal that he's even not quite, doesn't really sound like that. <laughs> Inside Outcast says Vader's helmet is set on Fields of Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he can do anything. He does a great. He does a great Peter Griffin. That's, that, that's a joke that we didn't do in Return of Fake Fire that we should have. Is is uh, we do the shut off the breathing joke? But she could have like changed the voice, like suddenly he's talking Spanish. <laughs> His voice goes up and down, <laughs> different pitches. You know. Yeah, I love that show. Here we go. Now this is where it's. <laughs> right nice. I love imagining that that 
lone tie interceptor pilot at this point is like oh fuck yeah, oh, all right boy. well i've already i've already failed so i'm just gonna hope to make it through the end of this day alive yeah. i don't care about shooting the other guys at this point yeah forget yeah, it no Screw it's it. it's the millennium falcon and the tie fighter like shit shit you want to do that joke where they're running side by side like the poor guy doesn't he didn't make it he doesn't yeah. make it. oh yeah by the way zarban uh, rest in peace vader yeah yeah vader That's just right. died vader went down and didn't dissolve <laughs> Did I bring up my thing on Empire about Irvin? No Kirshner big stupid ring. Thank the Swedish you. Chef? Yeah. Okay. Good. Irvin Kershner. Irvin Kershner. Now, somewhere on the internet, there's the. Uh, we've talked about this before, but the someone calculated that Endor would have been destroyed by the sheer amount of mass that would have entered the atmosphere after the explosion, the explosion of the Death Star. Yup, yup. Each shot, and sh- boom. It'd be, it'd be like you know Armageddon times a million. The amount, amount of material oh. that would have hit the planet after after this happened. <laughs> it's also interesting because you know we we talk about kind of oh it's a second Death Star and it's the thing but like the the destruction of the Death Star is is much less the point in mm-hmm. this one than it is in the, yeah. the first one. I mean yeah they're doing it and stuff like that, but it's almost like the the. This movie's about Luke. The well, the, yeah, it's almost like the critical. It's interesting the way they inverted it because before it was like we need to destroy the Death Star before it gets around the planet so that it's yeah. got a clear line of sight at and, us and kill these characters yeah. that we we know. But whereas whereas this one is is like oh they just wait don't blow it up yet because Luke is still on there yeah. like wait 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 wait. Well, the other so thing is like cool. you can blow up all the Death Stars you want, but you're not affecting the Empire. Right. You're just you know causing them an inconvenience. You're so, blowing up an office building. Yeah. So this. Uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not. Well, it is the White House though because the Emperor. Lives well, as, as someone has pointed out, it's like yeah, this movie is about a kid who falls in with a terrorist organization and blows up a government building. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Why do we? Why do we <laughs> applaud this kind of behavior? I mean, come on. Uh, that's white. Like, the that's, terrorists have won. That's like we think the, uh, this is a story about a, a hero. The news radio episode where the news radio building is actually a spaceship, and the oh, yeah. when they're doing the the news, uh, what's her name? The the one character is giving the news, and she's talking about the destruction of the Death Star as if it's exactly that. <laughs> that's right. They were way ahead of their time on yeah. that one. Apparently, some group of rebels have uh, decided to take it upon themselves. Lisa is the name of the character. No, no, it no! Was, it was uh, uh, it was uh, the other character. Uh, Mall two, you were wrong. Mercedes Rule. <laughs> no, not Mercedes Rule. You're talking about the, it was probably the uh, Mercedes w- Rule. Was the uh, no? She it was, was the black. Not. The black. That's not Mercedes Rule. This Mercedes is Rule not, is not on the show. So you know, the, 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 uh, I find this uh, impressive. Um, the fact that Candy Alexander is Candy the Alexander. Name. We've watched um, these three movies. I guess two and a half because he was kind of good by the end of this one. But we, we've watched these movies. Vader being so iconic of a villain, and you can actually be moved by the fact that he's dead. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. that great, speaks to the redemption. That's great he pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's be clear. Lucas didn't really pull anything off. <laughs> he didn't specify <laughs> who that pronoun applied to. <laughs> Mark Hamill yeah. sold it. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I see. Billy yeah. Williams pulled it off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It was actually Warwick Davis. Yeah. This movie worked. I don't mind the Yup Yup song. I like it much better. I'm okay with the Yup Yup song. It's 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 the only thing. There's only one thing that that the the fucked over version of this movie does that would have been nice to see in this movie other planets is the, the, other is the galaxy wide celebration i agree yeah. i agree that sort it, of that would that tells you visually oh i get that's this oh everyone this, the, yeah. war is, the war is over yeah, yeah. they have Zion actually vanquished yeah exactly they have vanquished they have destroyed the empire collapses because because the emperor is dead yeah um 
that w- that would have been nice to see, but yeah. obviously they didn't have the resources to do something. Although like I that. will say, I like this song, but I also like the special. I like the I like the the cue that was written for the special edition celebrations. Yeah. I do now, like that. We have to talk about the it's one final the thing. Oh, for right. the special edition. Now I have uh, to say though, it does make sense. I mean, I guess they're no, ghosts. it does not. I guess they're ghosts and they know that kind of stuff, but they'd be like. Who's that guy? Yeah. What? <laughs> I've never seen that guy. I know like a young, skinny, curly-headed guy yeah. called Anakin Skywalker. Who's this fat guy? Oh, that's why he changed it. It's okay now. Yeah. I have to say I'm mixed on that idea. I but, but the thing that makes it wrong is, of course, then why, is, why isn't that, that. Oh, why isn't that Ewan young McGregor? Right. And, yeah. and I would actually have been okay if it were Hayden Christensen and Ewan and McGregor. McGregor. I would have been okay with but that. They're in heaven and everyone's well, young yeah. in heaven. But the fact that Everybody it's just... Everybody gets to be 20 years old. The fact that it's just Hayden makes no... It makes negative sense. There are three things Kazan, in this and movie. Lucas. We were asking before. Yeah, Kazan okay. and Lucas. Yeah. There are three it. things in this movie that so made Kazan. sense that stopped making sense when he did that. That's yeah. how negative <laughs> sense it makes. Yeah. <laughs> it took away sense from other things. It was just sort of taking a classic movie and using it as a commercial for your new bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's Which, no. which something we haven't seen so egregiously in, until Iron Man 2. <laughs> where Iron Man 2 is half, we don't know half if an Iron Man. Is bad. Yeah, we half don't know yet. Iron Man two, half an Iron Man movie, the other half a commercial for some other crappy movie they're going to make in two years. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Um, Sebastian Shaw. Been uh, Sebastian yeah. Shaw, who has a uh, Marvel Comics character named after him randomly. Oh, huh. nice. Yeah, like you do. Like you yeah. do. Also, who, a who doesn't? Um, the uh, I miss Star Wars. I really do. <laughs> Remember when Star Wars? Star Wars was so was cool. Star Wars? It's true. No, I. It's like it's like Dorkman, make me nostalgic. Go. No, it's yep, just Marshall is still hey. still on the job. Wow. It just reminds me of like a friend, a friend from high school who's like he's not dead, but he's such a different person Richard now Adam, that Ross he might as well man. be. And I really miss him, but I can't like talking to him doesn't get me anywhere. You know, it's a different yeah. person. That person is gone. Still That's how bit. I feel about Star Wars. It was really cool still in high represent- school, but now it's like you've grown up, you've moved on. Yeah. And he's like still reliving the varsity football yeah. days. <laughs> that was awesome. Remember yeah, when I remember, caught that? Remember pass? that one game? Oh, that yeah. was so yeah. cool. Yeah, that was the highlight of your life, wasn't it? Yeah. Some people never get over Nam or when their band opened for Nirvana. <laughs> I guess I never got over Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to quote the formula by Chris Hannell. Um Yeah, dude. I I love this movie. And yeah. it's I know it's not perfect. <laughs> this is back in I, the day when even a not as good Star Wars movie was still awesome. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to just And awful. uh I you know, I, I I know very well all the problems with it and I still love it. Holy shit, Deep Roy was even Deep, Roy, then. Deep Roy's been around a long oh, time. Wow. He's deep. He's <laughs> Deep Roy. At that point he was kind of shallow Roy. <laughs> and um Stuart Ziff, I work with on the blob. Very nice guy. And I'm uh I'm glad we did it, man. We we it's our new new year. It's a <laughs> that's how we do it. Brian? <laughs> okay. What do we do next year? All right. Next year? Yeah. Uh Ewok movie. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. Return of the Mikey Jedi. Star Sunday. Wars 3D Blue. Uh, and the end of the Star Wait, this yeah. is our last Star Wars movie is down in front. We started with Star Wars. This is the end of Star oh, Wars. God, I hope yeah. so. <laughs> if, if, you, if you look at the chat room screen right now and someone has said Clone Wars, that person's dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Right when you said that, <laughs> a new one arrived. Uh-huh. I'm not going to tell you it was because I, you know. No, I need to know who's dead to me. <laughs> yep. I, I have missed this movie. I, yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing else to say other than these are very. It's stupid to say, but these were very important to me. And it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. They really were, ru- and it's it's hyperbolic. And Kirk it's, Thatcher. Woo-hoo. It's over the top to say George Lucas ruined my childhood, but. That carries a certain amount of truth to it. It's hyperbolic to say that statement itself, but there is a certain amount of truth to it. But it's nice to be able to go back and. He didn't. I don't think he ruined anyone's childhood. He ruined the nostalgia. 
You know, yeah. you can't because you, you can't go back and watch these without without being like fucking because yeah. even watching the normal one, you're like, oh, and the other version, fucking Hayden Christensen's right there. Yeah. Like you yeah. can't get that out of <laughs> yeah. your head. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. And that's the that's the problem. <laughs> It was the what's the what's oh, I guess it was somebody some comedian as oh uh, I was flashing on the totally inappropriate thing it's, it's Chris Chris Rock's joke about how black people's feeling about America is it's the uncle who molested you but then sent you to college <laughs> it's, that's a good line yeah so it's yeah, George Lucas kind of like he was that nice guy who kind of there mo- he is David Fincher assistant cameraman nice well played, go David. Sir. Anyway, he would grow up to ruin other franchises later. <laughs> Dorkman, Jedi, and Star Wars. It's over. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I addressed it somewhat, you know, like we talked about. I can't get excited about the Blu-ray because I'm like, I just, the prequels killed these for me to an extent. Like, I can't <laughs> yeah, watch these really without being like, fucking, mm. the prequels, man. And, these uh, were so good. What yeah, happened? exactly. Um, so, and it is. It's sad. It's kind of like, I wish I could just ignore that and enjoy these movies and i kind of can't but but it's still a wow so many midgets um <laughs> yeah you didn't know there were that many small people in the world did you but um the, these are still uh, the, these are still the Debbie's, originals Debbie's not in there. very good films um this one does this one does feel a little bit like you know the, they we got the band back together and we're just having fun and <laughs> yeah. riffing and whatnot and whatever so we're all richer than jesus yeah now. it's not it, it doesn't it doesn't feel as it doesn't feel as raw as the first one. It doesn't feel as dramatic dramatic as the second one. But it's still Star Wars. It's Star Wars, and it it has the feeling of cool. I'm back with you know. I'm back with characters I like and actors I enjoy watching. In a world that I in a world that I love and and you know awesome. And if if the prequels had even managed to get that element right, I think they'd have been way yeah. better than they are. But th- they don't they don't even achieve that. <laughs> you know, yeah, of, of, I, I, I'm glad to be the feeling of I'm glad to be back no matter what's actually happening. Right. You know? as, now, I, as I said, when I watched the prequels, I would just I just go, this is like somebody made a Star Wars movie after being told about Star Wars <laughs> at a drunken moment. So they kind of got this weird impression of what Star Wars is about. You know, it's like you totally missed it. How could, how could the guy who made Star Wars miss the point of Star Wars? Somehow it happened. In that huge list of Ewoks, there was like, like you know, 60 people that played Ewoks. I started doing a Drake equation thing because there were a lot of women. <laughs> there were a lot of women. And uh, how many it, well, are there it, on it, Jupiter? At least, yeah. at least there have to be at least there have to be a couple of those men and women that were German and they were Ewoks. So if a if a pair of German midgets hooked up as Ewoks, that has the makings of the perfect porn video. <laughs> you've got your midgets, you've got your furries, and you've got your German shit. You know that film is available somewhere. Someone's got that role. I told you, I ran trunk. the Drake equation, and I think it could happen. I don't think the Drake equation is what you think it is. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> no, no. I, no, I think it applies here. If there are 60 people in Ewok costumes. And 30 and, of those are German. And then 20 and of them. 20 of those are men and female and male German. And if just one and one got together, there's our life-sustaining Ewok <laughs> fuck video. God. Well. All right. Well, so you, that's, that's so, a brilliant so way to as, end this as with many things with Return of the Jedi, what you get out of it depends on what you put into it. So <laughs> now we see that's where, what, that's what now she we said. See, now that's we what see the said. filter that Teague filters uh, Return of the Jedi through. And on that nostalgic note, Trey, Star Wars Jedi, uh, good movie. Really enjoyed it. Cool. Um, <laughs> Can't wait to see what this guy comes up with next. It, yeah, it's it brings me to it. Well, you know, and and Willow, we you know Willow, we kind of went. Oh, you can see he's trying. He's trying. You know, Willow was like, oh, so close. 
Um, and uh, then, you know, Howard the Duck. Oh, no. No. Oh, hey, hey, no, hey. not so much. Howard no. the Duck is awesome. Howard the Duck is Howard the awesome. Duck. Howard the Duck is, is awesome. Howard the Duck ironically is Howard the Duck. awesome. Yeah. Howard yes. the Duck is 20 years later, ironically yes. awesome, where you go, wow, it's amazing that all those people still had careers after that. Um, it's amazing. And it's kind of like retroactively like, wow, 80s movies were something. But when it was the movie you actually paid money to see, it didn't feel the same. But, um, you know, but then it's like, then there was this word that, you know, it's Patton Oswalt. <laughs> At midnight, I will kill George Lucas with a shovel. Buy it on iTunes for 99 cents. It sums up my, my whole world about the prequel. Cool. You're making more Star Wars? Awesome! Because we thought it was going to be awesome. Cool. This was Return of the Jedi. This has been Down in Front. You can always find more episodes at downinfront.net. Click that big link. Get subscribed to us on iTunes. Get a brand new episode every single week. You can find us on Twitter, slash Down in Front, Facebook, Down in Front Show. We have a donate button. We're not asking what you're saying. If you buy this DVD from the store on DVD. Look, make sure you get the right one. We get a buck. I'll put the right one in there. That's right. You know, let the right one in. Uh, chapter breaks on iTunes. Uh, Matt Fedeveda website maintained by Holden Hill. He's a guy. And until next time, my name is T. Christie. Brian Penetter. Mike Scott. Trey Stokes. And this has been Down in Front. Thank you very much for listening. Good night. Good night. Yub yub. <laughs> it goes really high at the end. It does. <laughs> like even the choir is like, yeah. Ah! And it just fades out too. There's ah! like, it's not on the rhythm or anything. It just goes, ah! and they're like, whoa, fade it out. And then in comes the, the credits music. That's where the choir like <laughs> fell over dead. Yeah. Oh, bye everybody. Trendsinyourhead.com.